Well, here we are. The biggest release of the year. Some will dispute it. I'm going to say it right now. It's probably the biggest. I already... I already... <laughs> I already uh, second-guessed myself by saying probably, but I don't care. <laughs> it is the biggest release of this year. The culmination of 11 years of film coming down to this with Avengers Endgame. We've been with it since the beginning, but did it land perfectly? We'll find out on a very... Teary-eyed edition of the review. Review! <clears throat> so emotional. That's America's ass. <laughs> Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small-town dudes give you our big, dumb opinions today. My God, it's finally here. We've been waiting. We've been waiting. With bated breath. At least one year. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> For this movie to finally hit us in the eyeballs. Yeah. And boy, did it. We soaked it in. We absorbed everything this movie has we to give us. We took our eyeballs out and we sopped it up like a nice... <laughs> Like a nice rubbing mechanism. <laughs> like a nice meat rub. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and oh my god, we will get to everything Endgame. Don't you worry We're gonna about it. We're going to tackle every single aspect of it. You don't, even, you don't even need to watch it. We're going to lay it out scene by scene. <laughs> That's right. We'll yes. <laughs> every single... We're going to just do a rewatch live. There we go. <laughs> Do it live. Strap in. Yep. <laughs> For the three hours. Uh, but first, why don't we just uh, top off this first beer with a little bit of news. All right. Also, early show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We should probably bring that up. <laughs> well, if they haven't noticed. Yeah. Hey, surprise, <laughs> it's early. It's early. I'm going on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Troy's gone on vacation. And we just, and in all honesty, we couldn't wait to drop our opinions. That's right. Of the end game. Why sit on it? Yeah. Just drop it. Yeah. Why 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 warm up this egg when it's ready to hatch right now? <laughs> That's right. That's right. It's already cooked. Hatch it into a beautiful chicken. <laughs> beautiful movie chicken. <laughs> beautiful movie chicken. <laughs> uh let's start with a little bit of this. Okay. And a little bit of that. Okay. A little bit of this? Can I get with this? <laughs> Can you get with that? Uh, the Twilight Zone, JT. Have you caught any of the new season of The Twilight Zone? Well, Troy, I don't have CBS All Access, so no. Who does? <laughs> Apparently some people do, because Twilight Zone has a season two. Yeah. It's been greenlit by right. that CBS All I'm Access sure it's probably app. one of the only things it has going for it, that and Star Trek. Yeah. I don't really know what else is on there. Blue Bloods? Oh, yeah. Is that on there? No one can <laughs> resist the charms of Tom Selleck. Is it Tom Selleck? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know what channel it's on. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It seems like a CBS God show. damn it, it is. But anyway, the uh, Twilight Zone. Apparently, great. Uh, so, season two, it's on its way. Check it out. Sometime. Good. Never seen an episode. I'll stick. I'll, I guess I'll just stick to my Black Mirror. <laughs> you know, a show I can watch. <laughs> That's right. Uh, 
diving into a little bit of things you also are now not able to watch anymore, JT. Oh, perfect. <laughs> is this just going to give me... Your news is going to give me blue balls? Is that it, Troy? Blue bloods, you mean. Blue-blooded <laughs> blue balls. Yeah. Santa Clarita Diet yeah. is getting canceled after its third season. All right. Well. Now, I guess in perpetuity, you can go back and watch all these on Netflix. Yeah. Uh, but Netflix did give the show the axe uh, due to... That it was deemed too expensive due to cost plus, uh, their cost plus model, Uh which let me tell you a little bit about this. Okay. So Netflix doesn't fully produce this show. Yeah. For instance, but it puts money forward for, I think like 30% of its production costs. Um, and then, like, bonuses for every season that it's on and every season you get a bigger bonus depending on how well the show is doing. Yeah. So by the time they get to the fourth season of something, the bonuses could be upwards towards a million dollars. And so maybe gauging by the third season's analytics that maybe it wasn't financially viable Uh to keep producing the show, and that's why they cut it off. (gasps) Oh, we got a baby in the house! Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Macy wanted to voice her opinion of Santa Clarita Diet. (laughs) Did you catch that third season? She's gone. She's gone. <laughs> okay. She's going to catch that third season real she quick. She wanted to go catch that third season. <laughs> she heard that it was getting canceled and she wanted to catch up. Yeah. So I think that's going to be pretty much the case for any of these, I guess, uh, like higher popularity Netflix shows that kind of just drop off. Yeah. Because I think that might have been also the case for Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, yeah. Um, but I think things like Stranger Things, yeah, they got that might be okay. Enough of a following that I think they're kind of like, they're the cornerstone yeah. of the Netflix yeah. viewing. Uh, I can't even believe, like, I couldn't, I wouldn't even know, like, what Orange is the New Black was raking in near the end there. If this was know. the deal that they were going with. Yeah. They had, like, what, six seasons or something? Yeah. Well, this, their last season is the one coming up right now. Oh, they're doing one more. I think so. I believe so. Oh, my goodness. I haven't seen any of it but, like, the first three episodes. I know. You bring it up every time this comes up. <laughs> I comes just around. can't get into it. I don't That's know fine. It That's fine. I, I know everything's not for everybody. I'm at a point now where I've watched enough TV where it's like, you know what? You don't really need to watch Orange is the New Black. It's good from what I've seen. Okay. I, I jumped in early enough where I was like, well, I've committed to this far. It's not drawing me away just yet. Okay. I'll okay. stick with it. Okay. Great. 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 Um, a little more uh, bit of news on TV, JT. Okay. This is interesting. We're talking a little bit about Marvel stuff at the top of the hour. Oh my God. Why don't we dip into a little Sony Marvel stuff right here? Oh my God. Lord and Miller. You know them from yeah. such very popular things, such as the Lego movie franchise. Yeah. They brought you things as early in their career as Clone High. <laughs> Not know that. I found that out today when I was doing this news. One of them is uh, is very much responsible for the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse that came out. And that's why I'm touching on a little bit of this news, <gasps> is that Lord and Miller, the duo, yeah. are to develop a Marvel television, well, Marvel television shows for Sony's Marvel uh, television. Yeah. 
Uh, so I don't know where that is, and I don't know if it... are they developing a Marvel app. As well? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if uh, this is animation or what, but with the recent success of Spider Verse, yeah, that much of it probably could be spinned off from that, uh, as well as uh, maybe other, maybe sub movie cat i mean they still have venom that did pretty well for themselves oh yeah they can go off any of any of the spider-man stuff it's all fair game yeah and with the spider-verse we can see how vast that actually could be in a good way yeah <laughs> but who knows <laughs> i am fully behind lord and miller kind of whatever they do oh yeah they they always seem to add something different to whatever they make mm-hmm. that uh Makes it more appealing yes. than the average. But uh, we'll see once if they're if they're kind of restricted to what they can use because yeah. I would assume they would save only some things for movies and they yeah. wouldn't blow their wad on TV. Yeah, if you catch my drift. But with this, they have a five-year deal. Oh boy! And a nine-figure sum. Woo! <laughs> uh, paid to the duo for this uh, this TV deal. Pretty good for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's quite a bit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh so I was like, good for them. Good for them starting out in clone high. <laughs> yeah. Catch a catch a clone high. <laughs> yeah. I like that show too, from what I can remember. I don't remember it at all. Uh I know our buddy Coach Havens really liked it. Yeah? It was it came out when we were in high school. Oh. I think he taped it. Bring it on! Bring him on. We'll yeah. review it. We'll review the whole season of Clone we'll High, episode whole by episode. Season of Clone, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna hit it. Uh, we're gonna hit it Gotham style. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, last bit of news I have, JT. Not a huge news week. No, people kind of stand back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there was a leaked photo of Doctor Robotnik from oh. the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Jim Carrey himself playing Dr. Robotnik. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you right now, bit underwhelming. (laughs) It looks like Jim Carrey... everything else in this? With a regular mustache. (laughs) And goggles. He looks like a less less impressive Red Baron from, like, the pizza box. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know if that is just a placeholder mustache and they're going to put a big cartoony one in there or what. But this movie looks like it's going to suck ass. (laughs) It looks just bad. I am not a huge fan of Sonic anyway. I have no nostalgia for this. I just think this is going to suck ass. Like, really blow. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it at all. (laughs) Especially with his weird muscular legs. (laughs) Just, it looks bad. Yeah. I want nothing to do with the Sonic. Nothing at all. So anyway, that's the, that's what I thought I should end my news with. It's just that. Just a huge downer. A huge dump of a piece of news. <laughs> there literally is nothing else but Endgame news this whole week. So this is going to suck. <laughs> that's all the news that's been out. Um, Let's see here. Uh, said that. Yeah. Said that. Uh, Troy, apparently Paramount... Paramount Pictures? ...is going to be making a live-action version of a classic Nicktoon. Oh, okay. And they're going to be making 
The Rugrats. The Rugrats? Yeah. All right. I don't know how that's going to play out live action, but we'll see, I guess. When they say live action, is it like Disney's Lion King live action, where it's not live action, it's just all CG? Yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, God. To watch horrifying mutated live action babies? <laughs> yeah. Watch Tommy Pickles' deformed oh, head? God. What the fuck? <laughs> How the hell are they going to make that live action? I don't know. I'm see like all those '90s Nicktoons as well. Like I also missed out on because yeah. I never had like cable or satellite during those formative years. So like I kind of missed out on all that stuff. So like I also have no nostalgia for any of that either. Mm-hmm. Do you got any anything for like that kind of stuff? Nicktoons type stuff. Ah, uh, like what are my favorites? Yeah. Um. Uh, I, dude, I love Nicktoons. Well, like, name some, <laughs> you dope. <laughs> I'll, like, I always used to watch it at my uh, grandma's because she was the only one that had cable. So uh-huh. we'd go to her place. I remember loving Doug quite a bit. Uh-huh. I was having this conversation with Molly the other day. For some reason, I loved the Angry Beavers. You know what? I, when I would go to visit a cousin, the Angry Be- Beavers would come on, and I liked it. Yeah. Um,. Like the blonde, like the blonder one was always so cool, <laughs> and that was Nicktoons, right? That wasn't like Cartoon Network. No, that was Nicktoons. Okay, because I got my Nicktoons shirt. The Angry Beavers are on there. Okay. Caught a little bit of Doug. I like Doug, but again, like I could take or leave it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cat Dog was one, but that was a little later. Cat Do- still. Yeah, Cat Dog was a little late. I watched like maybe a few episodes of it, but yeah, it was always just so weird because they were like connected where. Where they should poop? Yeah. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I even brought this up to Molly when we were talking. Like, I do remember uh, there was, like, a thing that came up online where it's, like, how like how, how does cat dog poop? And then it was, just, like, they showed someone, like, just a hole in the middle of their body just, like, soft serving down. Into the- <laughs> oh, God. Oh, <laughs> uh, made me laugh. <laughs> but, uh, so there you go. Rugrats. Live, Live action. action. Live action. Look out for it. Uh, See it in your nightmares. Troy, we got some Bond 25 news. Yeah. Uh, there's still no title yet. Great. But they might have casted a villain. Shatterhand. <laughs> Shatterhand. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and it's a weird one. Okay. Weird, know, uh, weird villain. Yeah, I'm curious to see, uh, I mean, he might be good, but I don't know. He was in something last, this last year, was not too fond of. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> uh, Rami Malek. Yes. Is supposedly going to play the villain in Bond 25. Right, Mr. Robot. Mr. Robot himself. <laughs> Even though he doesn't play Mr. Robot, right? I, I would assume so. Hopefully not. Okay. He's not well, play. not not in They're James not Bond. <laughs> They're not going to put Mr. Robot in James Bond. <laughs> but isn't like in Mr. Robot the show like he doesn't play Mr. Robot? There's another Mr. Robot. Yeah, no, he doesn't play Mr. Robot. Who's Mr. Robot? I think Christian Slater is Mr. Robot. Christian Slater. Christian Slater. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be here all night. <laughs> 
doing our Christian Slater impersonation. Christian Slater. <laughs> Stay tuned for my Ronald Reagan, too. <laughs> uh, that's all my news try. But I got a bit. Oh, shit. A tragic bit of that. Tragedy. As well. Uh, so I better play, better play news bits. Better do it. Better that. Better that. <laughs> George Bush, senior. <laughs> better that. Better that. <laughs> better that. News bits. Here we go. People dying. It's the pits. Please stay tuned to news bits. Troy, dying at a young age of 51. Holy cow. The prolific African-American director John Singleton, John Singleton passed away due to complications from a stroke. Uh-oh. He directed uh, such films such as bad news. Boys in the Hood. Oh, God. And something that we might become familiar with sometime soon, Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, my. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah. All right. Tough one. That's a tough loss. 51. 51, yeah. Ugh. Of a stroke. <sighs> yeah. Strokes are bad news bears. Yeah. They're like nothing to joke yeah. at. <laughs> like, even if you survive a stroke, like... You're fucked. You're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Like, half of your body's, like, paralyzed. You're like, ugh. Mm-hmm. That's too bad. It's too bad. Too young. Yeah, too young. Anyway. So there you go. John Singleton, thank you for your work. We'll definitely be enjoying one of them in the near future. That's true. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Boys in the Hood. <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen Boys in the Hood. Ricky! <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh, that's that's just too bad. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, John Singleton. Uh, while we're on the Dinosaur Neil train, he was yeah. supposed to join us this evening. Yeah. I must have scared him off from my awful... If you got a chance to download before it got taken off... <laughs> By me, <laughs> at a real bad Monday episode because I was down in a bunch of IPAs on our first show, uh-huh. and I became real bad. Yeah, if you weren't um, aware, we record our Thursday Monday shows back to back. Yeah, a uh, little behind the curtain. Yeah, uh, and you were drinking my Easter beers <laughs> oh. as quickly as you usually drink like a Pabst. Yeah, which are like double. Double and a half more powerful <laughs> than a Pabst. So, like, yeah. by the end of probably, yeah, probably by the end of our Iron Man 2 review, you had as much liquor in your veins as, like, 12 PBRs. Yeah. But it was probably your, the normal amount that you would drink on a night anyway. Yeah. And it... it like, the normal so... amount of volume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it... I was a wreck. And it, I was such a wreck that I didn't think it was that bad when we recorded it. It wasn't until I posted it this morning that I was like, what is wrong with me? 
<laughs> I was there. I was witness the whole time. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't say a damn thing. Well, I was trying. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of people that were trying. But I, I I took it. For those that are looking for it, I took it off because I don't I don't want people to like stumble on and be like, oh, Iron Man 2. That's what the show is. is. Like, yeah. Okay. And then thinking that this is our show. But uh, if you really want to hear it, me and Trey might put out a special version of it where we do commentary over it. <laughs> so you can so you can at least not be completely bored to death by me constantly rambling on about <laughs> Tony Stark's lasers. Uh, that should be a treat. <laughs> yeah. Should be a real treat. Yeah. So if you really want to hear it, we'll put it out for you. Just let us know. But yeah. Like, I don't care if I look bad, but if it's boring, I don't want it on here. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. That, and this was so bad, it was boring. <laughs> Uh, well, very good. Very honest. You're very upfront about this. I dig it. Hey, man. Uh, I'm also going to be upfront with, I hit Neil up at 4.13 p.m. today. Yeah. Asking if he's still going to be on the show. Yeah. It, also, it is now 8.30. <laughs> he has yet to even read the message. <laughs> so. He's busy. Is he? <laughs> For four and a half hours? Hey. Let the man live. I'm, I'll let it slide this time. It's all okay? right. It's all right. He's not. We didn't. We didn't get him under that contract yet. That's true. We didn't. Have we tried him, to get him to sign something before he left. And we didn't put anything on paper. So yep. that's, so that's on us. That's on me. That's on me. Got the baby. Oh, she left baby. Right. Inside, inside this house, there's a baby that cannot be not ever in hand, or else shit hits the fan. Oh man. Just, just a constant stream of baby shark and baby in hand <laughs> today it was a change-up she wanted to watch elmo videos which is a very big change-up which wow. i was all for <laughs> i was all for watching that two-hour cut of sesame street songs yeah. also baby shark is becoming a craze they played baby shark at my cousin's wedding this past weekend and people dance to it like at the macarena uh, no. <laughs> Actually, OJ, fan of the show, yeah. sent me a video of one of his daughter's dances, and they played Baby Shark at one of the school oh dances. God, it's taking over And I was country. like, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> please. Please no. <laughs> um, so is that, is it done then? It's done. Great. I only got one. I got the same one. Okay. <laughs> uh, the Men in Black International. International, some would say. Yeah. Is it the, fancy. Is it also the international trailer? Ooh, it might be. Ooh. <laughs> international for international sake. <laughs> M Did they say I in B cinemas? I. <laughs> uh, so this... I am not quite sure how to take this it movie. Just, it still doesn't look fun. <laughs> I'm not a fan of it. It looks almost as if it's parodying, parodying the original Men in Black, kind like, of. But in the sense that it's not being funny. Yeah. Like, at least the first Men in Black had Will Smith that you could kind of follow as, like, the... 
like the odd man out that's trying to get used to everything. Uh-huh. Like in this, just like everyone's like just doing their job. Where it's like, what's the fun in that? Yeah. And I, maybe it's weird that like so Tessa Thompson it looks like it's playing the straight role in this. Yeah. Whereas she's like the Will Smith character coming in. Yeah. Into the bureau. Yeah. Where then Chris Hemsworth is like the goofy sidekick who's already an MIB agent. Yeah. And maybe that dynamic is kind of what's throwing me off, but I'm only putting that together right now. But it, I guess if they're both going to be like goofy yuck em ups, you yeah. know what I mean? Like they didn't have like Tommy Lee, like they don't have like a Tommy Lee Jones who's like playing it straight. Yeah. Like and it has like hard cranky. Yeah. <laughs> But it also has, like, heart behind the character, too. You find out, like, what's going on. And maybe yeah. this we're not seeing everything in this trailer. But to me, it just looks like a big goof. Kind of yeah. like the Ghostbusters reboot. Yeah. Which is supposed to be, like, goofier than the original. Yeah. And I think have, that's like, what the originals are, like, really good at. Like, they gave you this weird, goofy premise, but they played it straight. Yeah. Even though it was still funny. Yeah. And I think that just the absurdness of it also made it funny. Yeah. No, yeah, that's what I, I I like that the most as well. But then like then there's like there's things in here that are giving me bad vibes, like introducing Camille Nanjiani as like a weird frog with a suit of armor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like But I love like I think he was my favorite part of the trailer. Yeah, I love Camille. He's funny, but it's like <laughs> I, he he strikes me as like, oh here's the cute thing. Yeah. I mean maybe he'll be funny in it, but yeah, who knows? I'm curious know. to see it, yeah. but I'm not excited to see it. Yeah, I'm not excited. Sense? Yeah, I feel like I might rent this. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. I don't know if I'd want it. If anything, I'd the most I'd probably catch a matinee of it if I could. Yeah, because you probably catch it for the same prices to rent it if you try to get a matinee. <laughs> yeah, at least you get to see it on a big screen. Hopefully, it's not a dump. But yeah. Who knows? I've seen worse. It's true. <laughs> yeah. We have, we have seen worse. So that's a stunning endorsement for, I, mean, I guess, if it, If Black. it's better than Hellboy, then it's worth it. I guess. <laughs> I was good. Oh, I should have looked up to see if Hellboy made any money this week. Oh, shit. Me, should I look that up right now? Go ahead, because I'm pulling up the Turn Around Movies, Troy. Do it. We have Howard the Duck... Versus a goofy movie. I think this is probably the most voted on poll we've ever had. After last week when I said nobody is going to vote for this. Yeah, we had like 30 votes for this. <laughs> I, I, well, I know I quote tweeted it. And I think I must have did it on the right time of day. Yeah. And it caught the right person's eye. Because then all of a sudden it was just like... Boom, 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 and got like yeah. a ton of votes. Because Dino Neal's wife, uh, Sarah, I think she put up something for it too because i guess she loves goofy movie mm -hmm. and uh that's what won troy i saw that wasn't thrilled <laughs> <laughs> uh not thrilled at all no, howard the duck troy no not thrilled at all all right i got some hellboy updates here okay well go ahead and uh, record that and then i'll dive into our next matchup which uh 
You might still kind of find as a weird one, but hey, I'm being weird with it, Troy. <laughs> getting weird I'm with getting it. Getting weird with it. We have a a film from 2011 that uh, is a uh, kind of a take on a woman that just can't grow up, and we have a film from 2013 that is a new age take. On a Shakespearean classic. Oh, my. The film from 2011. I gotta look up the taglines. Keep fucking forgetting to write them down. (laughs) Okay, the tagline is... Everyone gets old. Not everyone grows up. Jack? No, from 2011? <laughs> oh, 2011. Missed the date. Benjamin Button. No, it is Young Adult. The film from Charlie oh, Theron. Yeah. The, we're with the director Jason Reitman, written by Diablo Cody. Okay. So, uh, a little smaller film for you. I wanted to check that out. It's on Netflix or something. Yeah, I think it's on Amazon. Patton Oswalt's in it as well. Patton. Gotta get on that patent train. So there you go. Young adult added to it. And uh, the one from 2013, which is a new age take on a Shakespearean classic. The tagline is cold body, warm heart. Um, uh, (laughs) Fuck, I know this one. <laughs> just say it. I'm not going to be able... I'm just going to sit here and be like, uh, uh. It is the horror comedy romance classic Warm Bodies. Okay. Ah, All right. Okay. I never saw that either. Yeah. Did you the see that one? Zo- yeah, I did. Okay. Okay. The zombie... The zombie retelling of Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet. So, there you go. Young adult versus warm bodies. What do you think of this matchup, Troy? I like it more. Okay. <laughs> than Howard the Duck versus a Goofy movie? I do. Uh, more more because it's two movies that I wouldn't mind seeing, you know, in general. <laughs> uh, so, there you go. The Young adult versus warm bodies. What are you leaning more towards, Troy? What do you think? Uh, maybe warm bodies. I suppose. Hmm. Only because I think it would make for a better conversation. Yeah. But I don't know what young adult really has to bring to the table. Let's I don't really see. know. Yeah, we will. It's like we? The Edge. Maybe it doesn't even exist. <laughs> Maybe it's true. <laughs> what movie? <laughs> Hellboy update! Hellboy update! Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good already. Opening weekend for yeah. Hellboy, yeah, twelve million dollars. Yes, the second week made just under four million dollars. Third week, three hundred and fifty-four thousand dollars. <laughs> it dropped ninety-one percent from last week. Oof, and dropped who out of twenty-three hundred theaters. Oh my god! Yeah. It was playing in 3,300 theaters the last two weeks. And how much was the budget again? Um, I think it was like 50 million, I think. Yeah, so that's not even... 
Yeah, that's not even that big of a budget, and it's not doing good. Yeah, it's gross to date is $21.5 million, but that's just domestic. Not too good. Maybe it's it's going to gangbusters overseas. I don't think so. (laughs) It doesn't even have a... Like, I looked up in Box Office Mojo. It doesn't even have a foreign, like, income on this. Oh, no. It just says (laughs) N.A. So that's that no good. Not a good sign. Not a good. All right. Very good. Hey, all right. Hey. <laughs> all right. Way to go, Hellboy. <laughs> Way to go. Yikes. Anyway, uh, so does that mean we're up to speed? Well, Troy, there's no news but this news that needs to be said because we are. We're in the end game. Boy, you couldn't have said it better. I couldn't have said it better. Nobody could have said it better. I'm, I'm, that's You're really I'm, making up for what last I, I'm making up for waking up for that Monday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so why don't we just jump into it then, JT? Dive in. Uh coming out, the first release in the world was in China, April twenty fourth. Of this year, 2019, releasing in America the 26th year of the Lord 2019. Oh my god! Apparently, they did it because China had like a holiday on the weekend or something like that, so they yeah. wanted to get an early box office. Anyway, just a little fun fact. Uh, yeah, uh, with a budget that I could f- try to find at 356 million dollars, just for this chunk. Yeah, <laughs> that doesn't include. Infinity War, which yeah. were their film back to back, this chunk alone, I found that it cost three hundred fifty six million. So it was probably altogether it was probably half a billion dollars more plus, more than that. probably yeah. close to six hundred and fifty bill or fifty million dollars. Wow, yas, yas, queen. <laughs> Domestically made three hundred and fifty seven point one million dollars as of the end of Sunday. Yeah, opening weekend domestically yeah. was the same amount because yeah, it was the end of the week yes worldwide got that bell shattered ready. got that bell ready box offices got that bell ready already troy <laughs> give us that bill opening weekend give us that bill 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 come on y'all it's opening weekend <laughs> 1.2 billion dollars Breaking past what they estimated to make yeah. by a v- substantial margin. Yeah. This movie did gangbusters. Jesus Christ. Rotten Tomatoes has this at 96%. Oof. IMDb, 9.1 out of 10. Metacritic, Uh-oh. 77%. <gasps> and Box Office Mom. Mom. <sighs> How many buckets? Give me those buckets. Is it four buckets? Three buckets? Three out of five buckets. Oh, she's super critical. Did you read a review? I did. Um, She's gauging by the eye of a parent for their children to watch this. And that kind of makes sense if that's the angle she's going for. 
Gotcha. Um, this movie, I would say, does skew older okay. than maybe an Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> a more mature audience, I would yeah. say. Not to say that kids wouldn't like it. Yeah. But I think it just... I think all the Russo Brothers movies kind of skew that direction. Yeah. Not to its detriment. Yeah. Um, I also want to touch a little bit on the box office of this movie okay. as well. Because I was having a discussion with Chelsea Danger. Uh-oh. That we were also discussing other higher grossing movies of the same kind of ilk. Mm-hmm. And yes, this movie made $1.2 billion on its opening weekend. Yeah. But it also had the benefit of starting showings on Wednesday night at midnight. Oh, shit. And also ran 72 straight hours at AMC's. Yeah. Which a bunch of these other high-grossing films never had. Yeah. So... But it's also three hours long. Yes, I get that. (laughs) So they're trying to make up for other show times. I understand that. So I guess that puts it a little bit more in perspective, I suppose. But, I mean, if you look at something like Titanic or Avatar, those are only two and a half hours long. Yeah. So they're really not missing out on that many more showings. It's Big Disney. Big D. Big D jumping in there. Especially if you look at Titanic, which came out in 98, I think. What did it say? It was 96. Ah, One of the 90s. Yeah. One of the 90s ones. Go watch Night of the 90s. I'm sure they'll talk that, about it. That movie was a phenomenon, and it yeah. probably didn't have anything else coming out forever. Yeah. So it had, like, a huge runway just to keep going. Yeah. And they weren't even on a comic book. <laughs> no! <laughs> but even then, you look at things like Avatar, whose ticket sales were bumped up because of 3D showings, yeah. 3D IMAX showings. Mm-hmm. But even... Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, Mike stands. Sorry, I got excited Getting too there. excited about Avatar. <laughs> now owned by Big Disney. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just... I wanted to ask our audience, even though they may have liked this film, do you think that's fair... For, like, Endgame to be, like, have those stipulations on it. And it's like, it shattered all of these box office records. I'm like, yes, but you, like, cheated to get it, kind of. Yeah. When all these other films, they got to have, like, a Thursday midnight opening. And they got, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But this had, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, nonstop. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, hey. They, they got the money. That's they can true. get away with it. That's true. It's not like we're not talking about like performance enhancing drugs or anything. No, we're I'm just. Like, we're, we're not like talking like, well, you are the mo- the highest grossing movie in its opening weekend. We Here's the key to the city. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> uh, it's just a matter of the fact that they get away with it. So, sure. Yeah. Might as well. I just wanted to throw that out there. Not that I don't think that this movie doesn't deserve you know, the money that it got or anything like that, because everyone yeah. wanted to go see it. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, just a, little, just a little something to throw out there. See what other people think. I mean, you get to a certain point where you're filling up every theater for every showing. It's going to get to a point where it's like, well, then now we're going to have to have, like, showings for 72 hours straight, because that's just money on the table. Right. It's money on the table, bro. And I wonder what Disney's cut of this was on its opening week. It's probably enough. <laughs> 
Yeah, is, don't they have like a deal or something where it's like the opening weekend they get like a larger percentage of the gross? Yeah, the first week I think they get like, I think originally it was like 50-50 or maybe even 60-40. But I think they talked them, the theaters, into like, I think at least for Last Jedi, they talked them into like 70-30 or something like that. Yeah, well, I think theaters already get a, get like only a small percentage of the tickets because i think they make a lot they make almost all all their money off of concessions right i mean they do get a little bit of the box office yeah and the longer a film is in a theater that theater makes more money because Mm -hmm. then slowly the production studio takes a less and less cut of it yeah so if you have like a movie like let's say like when the hangover came out Mm -hmm. that comedy took like America by storm. Yeah. And I think it was in theaters for like five months. It was in for a while. Cause I remember it came out and I saw it like way early. Cause I thought it was, I heard it was the biggest thing ever. And I went to go visit a friend like that summer or later that fall. And it was still in theaters. Jesus. <laughs> so we went to go see it again. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah. What, um, with all that out of the way, then JT, yeah. Yeah. I begs me to ask you. Oh, goodness. What's going to be my biggest one yet? Happened in Endgame without trying to spoil it. Without even trying to spoil Infinity War? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, we meet up with our ragtag group of <laughs> Avengers as uh, they are picking up the pieces from the tragic events mm-hmm. of Infinity War. And uh, as they are slowly coming to the realization that there may not be any solution to what happened, and they just move on, uh, a familiar face revisits, or pops his head back in, and uh, delivers a possible solution that could very well undo the events of Infinity War. Hmm. Endgame. Endgame. (laughs) Very good. So I'm going to put it out there that probably everybody listening to this saw Endgame. Yeah. Um, But for those weirdos who haven't yet. Where it's like, I just want to know what it's like, and then I'm going to turn it off. We can do it. We can do that. Yeah. I I mean, you're a weirdo, but we'll do it for you. Very big weirdo. You're a really weird Weird, weird person. <laughs> or maybe somebody that just couldn't get into those sold-out shows that kept yeah. selling out. Yeah. They're just like, well, I'm going to see it. I got tickets for this coming Wednesday. So, but I want to listen to your show. So I'll just pause it here when you guys start doing spoilers. Fine. It's whatever, Not man. holding it against you. It's like whatever, man. Not holding it against you. <laughs> so... This movie was very surprising. Yeah. Um, the trailers give you nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I would say they don't really give you anything past the first 30 minutes, like they said. Yeah. And even then, there's still things that surprise me in that as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I there's not a whole lot I want to say about this that isn't just direct spoilers. Yeah. But I would say going in... Okay, so I was asked this on Twitter, actually. Okay. What 
do I need to watch in order for Endgame to make sense and me to get it? Man. And I would say almost, everything. Almost everything. <laughs> they do a lot of references. Some references where it's like, really, you're going to remind people this exists? Yeah. <laughs> and so that. But for the few people um, that maybe haven't seen all of them, Eric. <laughs> He he called me and said, "Asked, hey, I'm just seeing Infinity War today. Yeah, is that enough going into Endgame to get it?" And I'm like, "Yes, yeah, but you're not going to appreciate like the the bigger things. Yeah, you're not going to get like nuances and stuff. Yeah, that like through the other eleven years of stuff." Yeah. Built up to this, so you get, like, why this is a payoff. Yeah. Or this little subtle nod here where it's like, oh, that's a good, that's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Like, I think you'll, you'll appreciate the overall story, but there's going to be things in here where you're just like, why do they do that? Yeah. And then you'll just have to go back and watch all of those to exactly. get it. Exactly. So really, you wasted your life. Yeah. What are you Hell, doing here not watching these movies? Damn it, Eric. Start watching them now. <laughs> um... They, they did, um, I do want to say though, maybe as a criticism of Ooh, the movie, uh-oh. that this movie maybe isn't as tight as Infinity War. Okay. It's got a bit of a, um, of a looser structure. Uh, that's not the right term to put it, but I'm not trying to like give away much of it. Yeah. Um, Infinity War is fairly straightforward. Yeah. And while yes, Endgame is like it's got a it's it's a pretty simple plot. Yeah. But it is convoluted by a different other plot points. Yeah. That I think other people like it might drive them nuts if they think about it too hard. Oh yeah. It it has an aspect of something that is known to be heavily criticized for the fact that it's almost impossible to contain. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Um and then that I, I don't think that it would and the, maybe another criticism that it is three hours, but even then I thought the three hours flew by. Yeah, it did not feel like three hours. There's a point in this where I actually learned an amount of time that happened like physically sitting there and watching it and I was like, really? Because <laughs> it felt like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so that was surprising to me. Yeah. Um, but I would also say that um, other characters, maybe you're looking for them to have maybe their fair shake in Infinity War. Yeah. They'll get it in this one. Oh, yeah. Because it is like a really, it's a part one and part two oh, yeah. type of deal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, mainly the, the characters that are left after, after Infinity War... At least all of them do get their fair, yeah, their fair share of amazing moments. Yes, and some people that I never would even realize they would have some. Yeah, <laughs> very true. <laughs> and I'm just like, wow, okay. Yeah. Some that you did not even assume you'd ever see again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, let me just go through my notes really quick to see if I'm because I'm I'm gonna pretty much cut off cut us off there and get into it. Yeah. Um. Uh like from my from my standpoint, I know you said that it does feel a little convoluted and like it has a looser structure, but I feel like where as Infinity War is like 
the action, like all of the action scenes you ever wanted to see. Yeah. I feel like this one has all the emotional beats that you wanted to see. Right. Like all of, all of the interactions in terms of like what all these characters have been through over the course of 11 years and like what it's almost reduced them down to. Yeah. At, to this point where you literally see where all of their actions and all of their movies and all of the movies that they've appeared in have led to this movie. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> where it's like they really dotted their I's and crossed their T's when it came to at least the major characters throughout the Marvel universe. For sure. Yeah. And then not that this is any short of action scenes, but uh, I would say the one more in particular. There's yeah, there's good a Lord. <laughs> I would say Infinity War is the more action heavy one. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I would say maybe the first act of this I thought was a little slow. Okay. Uh, not to its detriment. Yeah. But I, I guess it didn't. It comes out of the gate hot. Jesus. And then it <laughs> it takes its time. Yeah. To really build on something. Yeah. And I wasn't, I guess, expecting it. Yeah. Well, I think it 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 definitely it gets you like a real big scene right in the beginning where you're like, holy shit. <laughs> and then, and then after that, then it takes its time to be like, well, now we have to deal with what's happened. Yeah. And that, I guess I, w- I wasn't expecting that kind of, uh, both of those actions to take place. <laughs> and so it kind of caught me off guard, which is good. Yeah. But I just, it, it was actually both me and Chelsea had the same thing to say when we got out. It was like, the beginning I thought was just a little slower than I imagined. Yeah. Because, you know, I thought they were going to be cramming a lot in this movie, which they yeah. did. Yeah. But I didn't know they were also going to let a lot of um, things breathe the way they did. Yeah. So I was like, okay. But they right. also do like a time jump where they allow you to see where all, all of the characters are at that point where it's kind of cool to see like, Easy. Where are we in spoilers yet? No, yeah, but like, <laughs> not yeah, not to spoil too much, but it's cool to see where they are at this point. Yeah, after the snap and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. So yes, obviously, I would recommend seeing this in theaters. Yes. Go do it. Go do it. Order your tickets a few days in advance if you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even after like two weeks, they'll probably still be sold out. Jesus. In in like. Our smaller area, like, movies never sell out. Like, you yeah. can go in day mm-hmm. of and go catch them. And so, like, I think the night we recorded last, I was like, ah, let me just check movie times. And I already saw that somewhere grayed out yep. on Friday and Saturday night. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, I remember, I got mine before that because I looked on there and, like, the 7 o'clock was grayed out where I was like, oh, shit. Well, it's already grayed out and it's, like, Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> I better freaking get the tickets now. <laughs> so, because when yeah. I got there, I think the only ones that still had tickets for it were like super late, like ten and eleven. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad I bought the tickets when I did, and then I ended up going um, on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> through a mishap, and I, <laughs> I'm talking to like on, that on a charm type episode <laughs> or something like that. But I also went on a Sunday morning show right as the theater opened. Yeah. And people were coming out, like, in droves. And I'm like, oh, did shit. I not get the first showing of this? 
but they were turning people away at the counter because that first showing was sold out. The second showing was sold out and the third one was half sold out already. And they were just turning people away in droves. And I'm like, I'm glad I pre-ordered tickets this time too. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. I know, shit. I'm glad I did too, because I was even being like, eh, should I pre... I'll, I'll do it just in case. And then it was like, yeah. Good thing <laughs> I did. Or else I don't think I would have seen it all weekend, and it yeah. would have drove me insane. <laughs> it would have drove me insane. You'd have to, like, dig your eyeballs out to not, not <laughs> see any spoilers. So, yeah. Speaking of spoilers, why don't we get into Let's the spoil spoilers. the shit out of it. Well, okay. All you guys that don't want to hear spoilers are gone. There's only three words i have to fucking say before we get started troy all right that fucking line <laughs> oh my god the line there were technically two lines there were technically two lines one was a more somber line. <laughs> yes there was an emotional line and a holy shit line yeah the line was even bigger than I could have ever yeah. imagined. I had to hold back rock, raucous laughter <laughs> when I was like, Troy, that son of I was like, that son of a bitch did it. He got his <laughs> he line. He did it. The son of a bitch did it. He got his line. Oh, <laughs> uh, but let's build to the line, shall we? Let's so um, after the snap. Yeah. We have just a, a small core group of Avengers left. Yeah. And they're a bit morose. Yeah. <laughs> One near death. Yeah. Jesus. They made Tony Stark look like a homeless person. Awful in this. <laughs> I th- did. I, they might have CG'd him thinner. I think they did. Like they, they did the reverse. Yeah. Or they did what they did in uh, Captain America First Avenger. They just used the same sickly yeah, dude's just... body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looked like a zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was pretty. That was pretty scary. Like, yeah, because I really thought that he was gonna go there. Yeah, like, I know because they just had him like laying in that seat, and they just like kind of they like panned in on his face as it looked like he was like drifting further and further. You're we like, is he gonna die now? <laughs> yeah, I thought they were gonna pull the trigger and do it, but I'm like, I've seen. I think an Iron Man in this, yeah. but I know on other trailers they've just tricked yeah, they've us. They just by... tricked you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really liked that it, like there was, I love that Infinity War had really like real stakes. Yeah, and I liked an Endgame. It followed those up and like, yeah, even to the point where they introduced like that time travel in this. Yeah, where it's like. No, the stakes still, they're there. Like, yeah. That still happened. That's what I appreciate the most about this is that there was so many people even going into this where it's like, yeah, but they're going to reverse it all. And even though in a way they do, it, it still lingers that all of these things happened. Yeah. That you still feel the events of Infinity War. Like, it's not just like, oh, we're going back in time and we're going to act like none of this happened. Right. Everyone knows this happened. Yes. Even the people that disappeared <laughs> that, that felt like they were only gone for five seconds are like... Shit's different. (laughs) I felt like I was a little dusty and then came back and I was like, oh, because I think even Spider-Man said that. Yeah. He's like, I felt like I was blacking out for a second. I woke up and now I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I, I really liked 
that right in the beginning, they're like, we pretty much track Thanos down. Yeah. And it's like, well, let's go take care of his ass. Let's yeah. get the son of a bitch. <laughs> I love to I love to show that scene of them confronting Thanos to someone who's never even seen or heard of the Marvel movies. <laughs> and then say, so these people that are beating the fuck out of what looks like a feeble old man, they're the good guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like, thought the exact this same is thing. Not, this is not crime fighting. This is a, this is a mad mob. That is going to murder someone because <laughs> yeah. they're just angry. Yeah. It's kind of, I'm going to say it's kind of warranted yeah. that he did eliminate half of the universe's population. Yeah, but they are beating on him and he has, he's not, he can't fight back. He's like half crippled uh-huh. and they are just beating the piss out of him <laughs> and cutting him into pieces with a fucking axe. You're like, good lord. Right. And it happens like... Boom. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. They come in and they just start wailing on him and then Thor just cuts his arm off. Yeah. And you're just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> like they try, they did to him what they tried to do in Infinity War where they're yeah. just trying to take the glove off. But this time it's just like, nope, nope. They hold No it. chances. They z- because I think Captain Marvel zips in there, right? And kind of, like, yeah. has him in a stranglehold, holds out his arm, and Thor just comes yeah. in, hacks off his arm. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit! Yeah. And then he's, like, talking shit to him or whatever. And then Thor just goes, not. Nah. Yeah. Chops his, his fucking chops head, his off. head off. <laughs> and I was like, these are the people we're rooting for. <laughs> they, okay. Yeah. They have been They have been deduced to, fuck you. Murder. Yeah. We don't give a shit anymore. Golly. <laughs> and it was like, I really liked that aspect, though, that the the, the reason that they caught him was another e- energy signature on the on the garden. Yeah. And they get there and Thanos like, nah, I just used the stones to, de- to destroy the stones. Yep. Fuck you. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. What are they? <laughs> now what are they going to do? Yeah. Are they just going to live in this shit forever? Yeah. They'll do for five years. Yeah. And I know. I that's like, what I like too, where it was like, oh, so what's going to happen now? Five years later. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, they just live they in just it. They just live in it. <laughs> <laughs> that was also shocking, that time yeah. jump. Because that lingers on the five yeah. for a little bit. And like, then oh, it's like. Oh, months? Years. Oh, fuck. Like, no. It's like weeks? Months? <laughs> years? <laughs> the fuck <laughs> oh my god and it's it's they're kind of rebuilt society it's I, I mean it never really left yeah but you know with half the people there to operate it or what have you yeah it's like they have way too large of an infrastructure for the few amount of people they have left yeah so everything is just kind of getting barricaded and like yeah. just, just left left to rot yeah um and then uh like, even to the point where Captain America says to Black Widow, it's like, oh, I saw a bunch of whales, like, in the harbor or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, kind of almost saying that, like, well, I mean, now that there's I mean, not a yeah. ton of people here. I mean, like, it's not that bad, I guess. <laughs> I'm just trying, to, just trying to keep myself from crying at night. <laughs> uh, but that, uh, I wanted to bring up that, like, self-help kind of thing that Captain America was doing down yeah. in the whatever VFW basement or whatever yeah. it is was uh was interesting 
I guess because like, one of the people in it was one of the Russo brothers. Yeah, Joe Russo. Yeah. Um, and the other one, there is a bald guy that talks in it too. That's Jim Starlin who created Thanos in the oh, comics. That's awesome. Because I thought I recognized him from like a con. And I was like, I think that's Jim Starlin. And I had to go look it up. I'm like, yep, he did have a cameo in it. Sweet. Good for him. But yeah, I loved it because like uh, Cap is just sitting there kind of just spouting off stuff that you know he doesn't agree with. Yeah. But he's just, it's you couldn't tell if he's kind of coming to terms with it or not. Yeah. Or I think he's just trying to comfort people. Yeah. But like also like trying to comfort himself in the same time. Yeah. Like trying to talk himself into it. And you find out like that is the case when he goes and talks to Black Widow later. Yeah. But like uh, they talk about like how they're a, this like everybody through like a filter of this Joe Russo character yeah. trying to get along now when like he lost his husband and now he's like trying to get on the dating scene again, yeah. like five years later. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, and, well, I cried at, I cried at appetizers and he <laughs> cried during the, I was like, God. Yeah. So like, it's just a common thread that like yeah. everyone just talks about the dusting. I know. I love, I love this movie compared to Infinity War because Infinity War almost kind of glamorizes the idea. Like, it's a terrible idea, but it almost kind of... It, it's seen so much through the eyes of Thanos that you're like, I mean, it's a terrible idea, but I mean, how else are we going to control population, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then here you see how broken everyone would be yeah. if this actually happened. Like, in Infinity War, it's like, oh, no, half the superheroes are gone. Oh, no. Yeah. But in this, it's like, no, everybody's gone. Yeah. And it screws up everybody's life. Yeah. It's like, the, more than, like, the biggest reason to live is because you have the people that you love around you. Yeah. And then it's like, well, almost everyone doesn't have that now. So, yeah. like... You have half the population gone, and the other half doesn't feel like living. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, you haven't really killed half of population. You've almost killed the entire population. <laughs> I, I was listening to something else, so they were kind of going into more details about that. And it's like, so in five years' time, you would you'd probably get accustomed to that by then. Yeah. And, like, if you had a wife or a husband, let's say, that did, like, get snapped, you would probably start to move on. At that time. Yeah. But no, but I see it as kind of like a, like a soldier, like a lot of soldiers that suffer from PTSD when they come back from the war, like one of their big things is why wasn't it me? Why didn't I go? Yeah, I get that. And I think that's kind of like a big thing with all these people too, where they're like, why did the pe person that I love like go away, but I'm still here? Yeah. I, I mean, that could be for some people too. But then, like, let's say they brought up, like, yeah, they did start seeing someone else. And then through the Avengers, they kind of, like, reset things where, like, your loved one comes back. So yeah. now you're with this person and the one that, like, oh, it's like, can you imagine I that? I know. <laughs> yeah, five years is such a long time where it's like, man, now you're, now you're almost uprooting lives just bringing people back. <laughs> Yeah. Like, God damn. What's worse? Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Oh, but anyway, that's just existential yeah. stuff. It's like all, all regular people are like, fucking pick a lane, Avengers. Yeah. God. Uh, but like, after it does... Oh, and then we didn't even talk about like the very cold open, I would say, like Hawkeye's family. Oh, yeah. Which I kind of expected to 
to show up, mm-hmm. but like to have it be like the very opening scene in this, yeah, is pretty haunting. That's what I like a lot about Marvel too, is that they do really ground all of their all of their uh, superheroes. Like yeah. they do make them like members of a family. Yeah, that they are really drawn to. Yeah. Especially, like, these, the, the human character. Well, not even all, just the human characters. Like, almost everyone. Yeah, like Thor. Yeah. yeah. He's got a family. Yeah. Not anymore, but he had a family. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, everyone in, in some way or another has someone that they care about. And you see that relationship enough where you know that they're human in that sense. Yeah. It wasn't since, like, Age of Ultron... Where you got to, like, really know Hawkeye. And it's like, everyone loved that Hawkeye farm scene. Yeah. At least, I, for the most part, people give shit on it by now. Who knows how the <laughs> yeah. internet works. But, like, this is another movie where Hawkeye stands out again. It's like, yeah, he's a really great character to root behind. Because oh, he's, yeah. like, the everyman in this fantastical situation. Yeah. Where he's just, like, down and out, and he has to overcome all this stuff. Yeah. It's like a really good, it's like, I don't know why everyone always dumps on him because he's a great entry point for a viewer. Oh yeah. It's like, I could be him. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, he's not like, really. He's like the, he's like the freshman in his, like the freshman that's been like upgraded to like the varsity league <laughs> yeah. where he's like, well, fuck, I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to be the best guy, but I mean, I'm good enough to at least do something. <laughs> yeah. And just to see him that he's got like stuff to live for. Like, even more so than, like, he's got three kids and a wife. Yeah. And he, like, they call they call her every time he goes on a mission just mm-hmm. to say I love you and all that stuff. Like, that's pretty heavy shit that you don't see, like, Captain America doing. Yeah. But even though, like, and then Captain America has his own stuff on the side. Like, mm-hmm. something completely different. So, it's great. Um, So, at this point, like, Black Widow is now like leader of like a pseudo shield yeah. type organization. She's fucking given up too. Cause she still, she still has her blonde roots yeah. from like when, when the snap happened where it's like, she didn't even bother to even get her hair cut. Right. They just let the red grow out. Yeah. Which I was like, that's a good look. I think though. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely a, I don't fucking care. Yeah. Look. Uh, I, I kind of like that and how she, is like leading up a charge all the in all these corners of the globe and even further out and stuff. Yeah. Um they had that conference call with uh like Rocket and Captain Marvel and War Machine and Captain Marvel with her new butch haircut. Yeah, the new short haircut she sports <laughs> in the books. Yep. Um Captain Marvel not a huge part in this. No, she does not show up that much for I guess for, like, the big deal that I guess I thought she was going to be. Yeah. They really don't... They kind of hold her back. Which is probably a good thing, I suppose. Yeah. I feel like this movie's more of a love letter to the Avengers that have... That were before. And she's going to be kind of like the... Like, Spearhead yeah, of what's going yeah, forward. Yep. So it's like, we'll introduce her a couple times, but this is really more about the guy, the people that are... Probably going to be leaving after this. Yeah. That and, like, because she is so OP, is that, like, it's kind of like, what do you do with, like, a Superman character in these yeah 
fairly grounded exactly. heroes. Yeah. She's going to be given the Thor tasks in all the Avengers movies from now on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, oh no, Captain Marvel's got to go do this while we go and <laughs> tackle this big thing. So there's that. But then, um, I guess she, I mean, there's, they make a story reason why she's not there. It's like all these yeah. other worlds don't have Avengers. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, you got me there. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go off and do that, I suppose. But then, like, when Thanos is there, it's like, then why aren't you here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Thanos is this big of a deal, then why didn't you take care of him when he was already doing all this shit? Yeah. Um. Anyway. Um, then it goes on from there, and that's where they get um, interrupted by Ant-Man... Who is saved yeah. by the rat yes, who saved the, the world. MVP rat. <laughs> MVP of the world. The rat. The rat. Make the rat an Avenger. <laughs> I tell you right now. Um, so, just by happenstance, uh, freaking uh, Luis's van, who's got this quantum zone teleporter in the back of it still is in storage yeah the switchboard gets stepped on by a rat and the freaking spits out yeah uh scott lang who's to him only been in there five hours yeah for the five years that he's been gone yeah thus playing with a weird time continuum which at the end of ant-man and the wasp uh, Michelle Pfeiffer pretty blatantly says, yeah. don't get yourself caught up in one of yeah. them. <laughs> Just remember, this is going to be a factor in the next <laughs> Avengers movie. Don't play around in it. Yeah. But I, uh, I really, I really liked Ant-Man in this quite a bit. He's not in it a whole lot, but the points that he is in, yeah. I enjoy like his brand of humor, I think more than anybody's yeah well he he kind of comes off as like a fanboy a little bit like he's mm -hmm. always he's always like kind of like taken aback that he's an official avenger yeah he's like oh fuck captain america hell yeah yeah like he's always like like sucking up to captain america yeah like when like people are joshing each other he's like don't worry sir i still like you <laughs> flick me sir <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> But even then, like, I, even like it just his timing and his delivery on stuff, oh, I think yeah. I liked a lot more. Cause there's, granted, this movie is a bit dour in places mm -hmm. and there is levity in it. Yeah. But I think the levity that he brings feels more natural yeah. than like some of the humor that maybe the Hulk or Thor does in this. Which well, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll talk more about that when we get into them. But, okay. But yeah, like, I do like, his humor because it is it is like he's taken back that these people are so invested in his ideas and what he has to contribute because i like up to this point he's just been kind of like uh like a average thief that just kind of happened upon this ant-man technology and now he's being asked by the greatest heroes in the world like yeah. hey so that thing you were talking about, can you do it? And like, oh my god, you're asking for my opinion. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his opinion is that they should do a time heist. Yeah. Uh, which, very on brand. 
for an yeah. ant man. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, very heisty, very heisty, and I really <laughs> the idea of it is super fun. Yeah, and I it would never have been like an idea that I thought they would ever do. No, and granted, there's been like uh, like leaks that they might be going back in time and all this stuff to fix all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I kind of knew it was coming anyway. Yeah, but just the fact that they're like, yeah, we're gonna do time travel. It's like, really? <laughs> I just watched Iron Man 1 last week yeah, to see how grounded it starts <laughs> in like a post-9-11 world where they're just fighting yeah. Middle Eastern people. Exactly. In a, and the most fantastic part about that is a guy has a robot suit. Yeah. Not that now, he's going to go back and use quantum and loops and yeah. energies and go back in time and all this other shit. Yeah. Insanity. Yeah. It's insane to where it starts out to where it gets to. Oh, I know. And everyone's like, sure. Yeah. Let's do it. Like they said, like I said, <laughs> that they've, they've gradually built themselves to this point now where one of your main characters is a talking raccoon. <laughs> it's like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> uh, so, in order to get this happening, they try to get with the smartest people that they know. Yeah. One of them being the Hulk, yeah. who has a new role in this. Yeah. Would you like to go on about this? Oh, he is like, uh, like I guess it was like kind of uh, considered a rumor up to this point that he was going to be Professor Hulk. Yeah. Where uh, Bruce Banner has found a way to meld his mind with the Hulk to turn himself into a smart Hulk. Yes. And stay that way. Yes. Which the effect for it was actually pretty good. Yeah. It was... Well, it looked like a (laughs) a big green... uh, Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. (laughs) I almost said Vince Russo. I don't know why I said that. Hey, bro. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, it was... (laughs) It was good. And there were points of levity in this, too, where, like, because now he's just, like, almost a celebrity, that he's the Hulk, but he's, like, just nice and won't rip you in half. Yeah. That, like, kids are asking for his photos and stuff. And he's still, like, the lame Bruce Banner, because when they did, he's like, oh, yeah, dab. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, still saying that, like, probably five years after it's not cool anymore. Yeah. I don't know, like, I feel like he has, like, this, like, weird, like, he's super smart, but I feel like his mind melding with the Hulk's mind made him kind of childish. I feel like it made him more confident, and like, maybe, co- I don't know if it makes him more childish, maybe more, like, jovial. Like, confident in the sense, like, uh, yeah, like, I would say childlike in the sense that it made him more carefree. Yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like... Uh, he's like, not... A, he doesn't have to be, like, a paranoid Bruce Banner. Yeah. He's just like, hey, man, living my life. Yeah. I, um... I... I'm gonna be honest. I don't like Professor Hulk. Like, my favorite kind of Hulk is the one that's, like, a loose cannon and a wild card. Yeah. Like, I find that, like, way more of an interesting story. When he's, like, got the best of both worlds... Yeah. I'm like, eh, it's, like, got no drama. Yeah. But I feel I d- like that, I didn't hate it in this. Yeah, I think there's only so much you can do with that kind of Hulk. Because I even like liked it when they do end up going back in time, and he like sees himself where he's like, "Oh, that was me." Oh, well. <laughs> 
I did like that where he's like, <laughs> like and Captain Mary's like, blend in. So yeah, he's just like, like, oh yeah, smash. Tossing a motorcycle. Yeah. He's like, ah. Oh yeah, smash. Hulk smash. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he's being like, like it's just like it's like going back and like watching your like frat boy days. Where it's like that was me. Oh god. Yeah. I'm so much more sophisticated now. Well, yeah, I, <laughs> I I do like that aspect of this movie in it, but I still like like a regular brutish Hulk where you kind of have to be on pins and needles, where yeah. if the shoe could drop at any time and you're kind of effed. Oh yeah, I still like that. And I thought that that was a fun aspect of the Avengers, but mm-hmm. I but uh, but from my perspective, I think there's only so much you can do with it. Before it's like, okay, then how does he grow as a character if that's if he's just going to be a mindless brute? Right, and I I get that like this is growth as one too, but also like if we're staying on track of the Hulk, um, through the end of this, like I was looking for maybe a Hulk out moment in this where he eventually does just be like, all right, just I'm going to tear loose and like rip ass through all this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to rip asses all the way through the rest of this movie. Yeah. And I was kind of let down that he didn't. Yeah. But uh, there's also like way more going on at that time. Yeah. He's that. I didn't miss it either. Yeah. He's a big part of the movie, but, yeah, there's so many other things that go absolutely fucking insane. It's, yeah. It, you don't even really need the Hulk to go insane. And I maybe it was just the buildup from, like, he never at one point was let out in Infinity War, and now he is. Yeah. And I was looking for that, like, almost retribution. Yeah. And it never... I feel like it wasn't reciprocated, I guess. Yeah. It was just something I felt it was just lacking for me, but that that's it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, I did like what he did in this and what he contributed because I thought it was fun and the, yeah. the whole time you're like yeah that's just the Hulk there yeah. like it's a, just a big green man yeah. standing there in a sweater vest <laughs> <laughs> telling you about science yeah it's like you, one of your buddies from college is like hey, remember when you do that you do that crazy shit man you should do that again it's like no I'm, I'm above that now yeah, like, oh, guys I got kids now I don't know yeah <laughs> Yeah, like, man, I just, I just, I just can't. I'm older now. I got I a job. Hang. Yeah. <laughs> One beer and I'm asleep. <laughs> Guys, I'm on the couch. Sorry, I can't do it. One beer, I'm on the couch. Got the old ball and chain looking at me. You know, I can't do that right now. Uh, but so anyway, so pretty much the Hulk at that point tells him that like, well, this isn't really my expertise. You you know who you need to get. Yeah. And then the whole gang goes and tries to convince Tony Stark. Yeah. Who has a, I was very surprised yeah. a life cut out for himself. Yeah. He's, he actually kind of prospered in all of the <laughs> shit that's gone down. Yeah. Not only did he like, he, I, I, I didn't come out of it unscathed because he still has like kind of all those weird, like PSD things. But now, You'll see at the end of Homecoming, he's, like, married to Pepper. Um, and in Infinity War, too. But you don't get to see a lot of Pepper in that. Yeah. Um, and he also has a daughter. Yeah. Who's now five years old. And, like, he's, like, as happy as can be. Oh, yeah. Like, he's doing science on his own. <laughs> he's got a daughter, which he, like, cares for so much. He's got Pepper that, like, loves him hand and foot. Yeah. Like, it's... It's... It's quite a happy feeling that I got for him. And when they come in and try to disrupt it, I could feel like real resistance. Yeah. Be like, no, 
I can't. I'm. No, I know. I'm always the one that just like poo poos on everything. Yeah. But I've got a real reason now. Yeah. Not to want to go back in time to wreck what I have. Yeah. And but but like, then even damn. after that, they still he still stays true to who Tony is. Where it's like he figures it out, and he's like, "Well, goddamn it, I can't sit on this." <laughs> yeah. Like, he's 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 that he's still that Tony Stark where it's like, "God damn it, I've got something here that I invented." I can't. I can't just keep it a secret. Yeah, of course I'm gonna figure this out. Yeah, <laughs> you think yeah. I'm not gonna try it? Yeah, you nuts. Yeah, <laughs> and the thing that I love the most is that Pepper knows him so well that she. He's like, you're gonna do this. Yeah, like I. I know you're trying to convince yourself not to do it, but I know you. You're gonna do it. Yeah. So I uh, just don't bullshit me and go do it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh. So long story short, he does it. Yeah. And uh, comes in during a pretty humorous part of the movie where they're trying to send Scott Lang back on trials and he comes back as like a kid as a and then an, and an old man, man and a baby and Stark shows up he's like turned into a baby didn't he <laughs> I peed my suit I don't know if it was the baby or the old man it was baby me or old man me or just me me uh, but, <laughs> good stuff and then from there, it like shotguns into the main plot point because yeah. it's like, don't think about this too hard because <laughs> yeah. we need to get into it now. Well, I was digging what they were doing with time travel at this point where I was like, I feel like this is the smartest thing that you can do with time travel where it's like, we can't go back into the past and change things, but we can take things from the past and use them here. Yeah. Which I like that aspect of it where it's like, if we change something in this past, it's only going to affect a different future, not our future. But we can take things from the past and use them in our future. Yeah. And they did a good job even explaining this later on in the movie, too. Because I didn't really get... I guess I couldn't find, like... I need it drawn out for me. And yeah. later on in the movie, they kind of do that. But they were when they were saying, if you go back... Because they do, like, kill the baby Hitler type of oh, thing yeah, it's like yeah, kill yeah. the baby thanos yeah it's like no we can't do that because like our future is already set yeah it would just be like another you can't just rewrite history because it's already happened yeah but i'm just like but would it like <laughs> i kept thinking like if you can go back and pluck things from time and bring them back to yours that's still changing your history yeah i think yeah I, if it's i, I like I like what they did with the whole time heist stuff, but they do something at the end where I was like, well, then you just totally, you just, like, even though it's a, it's a touching moment, it was like, well, then you just totally just kibosh everything, like, all the rules you were trying to set up in the beginning. Yeah, it's like one of those, if you think about it too hard, it's like, well, that doesn't work. And that's yeah. why I think they shotgunned right through it to yeah. get to, like, the action. <laughs> but I think, like, the time heist stuff was working. Like, I ca I can get behind, like, okay... Whatever we do in this past is not going to change our future because it's a different past for a different future. Yes. But if we go into this past and we take stuff out, we can use it for our future if we have it if we have it based in our reality of our future. Where I was like, okay, I can get behind that. But then, again, they do something at the end where it's like, oh, so that didn't count? <laughs> I'll, I'll touch and on I'll that, talk, too. Yeah, I'll talk about that at the end. When we get there. But, yeah. like... Uh, so later on when they explain this too, they show like a visual of like, okay, so their plan is 
let's go back in time. We'll get all the stones previous in history. Yeah. Bring them back here, and then we'll fix everything, and then we'll put them right back. <laughs> That's their plan. It's yeah. pretty straightforward. Yeah. Later on, there is a truck pulling into my driveway. <laughs> oh, never mind. He's just turning around. Later on, <laughs> he just turns around and drives away. No, oh. later on, um, <laughs> like it's it's drawn out by none other than the ancient one. Yeah. Uh, Tilda Swinton is back in this. Yeah. And she kind of does her diagram because now she's she has the time stone and it's yeah. like listen yeah they're in 2012 new york during yeah. the during the the big battle of new york for the avengers the incident yes the incident <laughs> as they say in in the netflix <laughs> and yeah and yeah all that shit <laughs> but yeah so like they're all sent to like different times and since they figure out that three of the stones are in new york at one time like a big group of people are sent to new york during the battle to recover those yeah, three. To recover those. Um, and Banner was set to just convince, like, the Ancient One to, like, just hand over the Time Stone. Yeah. She's like, and then this is where she, like, does the whole explanation. Like, listen, this is a timeline and draws, like, a huge timeline. Yeah. We're here. Yeah. <laughs> All I want to do is that where's pizza line right now. <laughs> where's pizza? <laughs> And if you pluck a stone from where here, and then it shows like a diverging timeline, it's like we'll end up out here yeah. while your time is already gone and you're all the way out in the front up here. Yeah. So like you would need to plop it back in there the second you take it away. Yeah. In order for the that branching timeline to never happen. Yeah. But if you also think about that too hard. Like, things that influence those things should also branch off timelines as well. Yeah. But then that's just thinking about it way too hard. Oh, yeah. That's what time yeah. travel does. It's not... Yeah. <laughs> it's not a solid thing. Yeah. We've not seen a primer yet. We don't know how <laughs> time travel really works. We can't sit through it. It's too hard. It's too hard. Maybe we'll do primer sometime. <laughs> It's Not always today. it's always on my back burner to yeah. watch, and I can never make it through because I hear it's so hard to watch, <laughs> but great to watch. Yeah, just you need to take notes. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so what they do, obviously they group they they split off. It's like, well, we need this one here. We need to get all of them back. Turns out, yeah. three of them are in New York at one yeah. time. Three of them are in New York. There. One of them is in Asgard during the events of Thor: The Dark World. Yep. And then the Ether. Yeah. And then uh, two yep. of them are just in space that they just send people. <laughs> to... Right. The, the Soul Stone and the Power yeah. Stone. Yeah. The Soul Stone in Voromir, and yep. then the yeah the Power Stone and the one that's in the very beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. Yeah. So. Um, those were all really fun. So, like, and all very interesting the way they split up the characters. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, a fun retrospective on the Marvel films up to this point, too. Yeah. Because they're all being exposed to things where it's, like, you're kind of seeing, like, the characters kind of doing stuff that they wish they could do now, but they can't because either someone's died or they're older or, like... They're confronting something they have they haven't confronted before, 
they, they back to the future to themselves. They do. Like you get to see you get to see what happened after they posed in front of Loki mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of Avengers, mm-hmm. where they're just like, "Well, let's stop posing. Let's get this done." <laughs> like they legit, they legit say that in this. It's like we better stop posing and just start getting back to work. Yeah, and then you get, you get to watch, which is I thought that was like super interesting because you get to watch like all the Shield agents come in and like take care of stuff and do their jobs, where it's like, oh. So this isn't a movie. Like they're actually treating it like this was an event that happened. Yeah. And you're watching all of like the middlemen come in and clean up after after this big battle. Yeah. And I was actually very surprised at this point when they go back to 2012, like how many people they got to come back. Yeah. You see a ton of people from Winter Soldier come back. Oh yeah. To the point even Robert Redford comes yeah, back. Yeah, that's right. It's like, really? Yeah. He came back. Yeah, and they Good like for him. they recreate like the elevator fight scene but they just don't fight. Yeah, I like, I, I, I love like, that. I was like wait for, I was waiting for it. I was like, "Oh, fuck." Cuz like, it looked like they just took it from Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. And then Steve Rogers goes in and not only does he subvert your expectations yeah he also harkens back to a comic event that happened last summer yeah where he just leans over to uh i can't remember what the guy's like the name is guy. yeah and just like hail hydra and he's like, <laughs> like oh okay oh cool <laughs> he's with us sweet <laughs> yeah, <it's> with us. <laughs> and i'm like damn and he, like secret empire is the event that he like said hail hydra or whatever it like yep. shook the internet to its core where people yeah. were just buying the books to burn them and sending them to <laughs> Nick Spencer who wrote them and he's like thanks for buying my book guys <laughs> the sales are solid thank you oh man um so then, that was fun yeah, they even get to a point where captain america fights himself yeah that was also very fun and to the point where it's the the 2012 one gets up, he's like, I can do this all day. Yeah. And then the like present day one's like, yeah, yeah I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. All When they went back to 2012 New York was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. Oh, totally. It was, yep. it, it, like, oh, so much was going on. Yeah. They subverted expectations. They actually botch a few stones yeah. picking them up. So then, like, they have to, like, play catch up. Yeah. there but like all of this going back in time stuff was like my some of my favorite parts and like turned into like the heartfelt moments of the movie yeah um you get one in oh, do you get one in the 2012 uh, i don't think you get one there but then because they really, can't yeah. get the tesseract yeah because loki loki gets his grabs m- the cube and which that's probably what the loki series on disney plus is going to be based on yeah um so then they're like well now what do we do oh yeah. but we'll go back to the 70s yeah find like hank pym yeah and get more yeah because they need more pym particles to jump around ti- jump around through time and so but it also happens to the point where like he's at a certain place in time where a certain object is and pim particles are at the same time yeah just happenstance was in the same it's actually the same training bunker that he was in the first avenger oh, yeah. that captain america was yeah um but they go back in time end up bumping into young hank pim yeah young stan lee yeah <laughs> which was a great point in time yeah uh, and then they also bump into Howard Stark, yeah. which I thought was 
an amazing part of the movie. Yeah. For Tony Stark and Howard Stark to have, like, a goodbye. Yeah. It was great. Oh, yeah. And there's another point in where that kind of happens, too, but it's on Thor's Thor's end, where yep. he goes back and revisits the Dark World yeah. movie. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, gets a goodbye to his mother. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I also read that Rene Russo had more lines in this movie than in the first two Thor movies combined. <laughs> I know, because I, I, I never felt... I never felt uh, Thor and his mother's relationship. But then, like, you see this where it's like, oh, shit, they actually did, like, get along. Right, yeah, they were really close. Yeah. Um, like, you never really get that feeling in, in both the Thor movies because she's such, like, an afterthought most right. of the time. And even though I said, like, everybody comes back in this, I thought Natalie Portman came back in this. Yeah. They just used um, footage that was cut out of the Dark World. Gotcha. Yeah, because just, they just they do it, and then they just have, like, a, like, re- like rocket just come over and just scream yelling, like, scream running at her with right. that thing. But Natalie Portman did show up on the red carpet for hey. the premiere, so. There you go. There you have it. There you have it. But, um, well, you want to talk about Thor a little bit? God, Before we dude, jump into that, I, I think Thor is like one of the most interesting characters right now. Yes, in the MCU because he is he's such a comic relief character, but it's for such tragic reasons. I think, he, but he's only turned into that because they he they tried to do different things with him in every movie, and nothing's really clicked up until Ragnarok, where everyone's like, yeah. yes, that's great." Yeah. But I, I brought I brought up when uh, we were talking about Infinity War last year how about how like I, I was digging Thor because the Russos do a really good job of showing why Thor is being so funny because if he if he's not being funny then he's dealing with the fact that he's lost everyone in his life and then the events of Infinity War pre- pretty much made him hit rock bottom where now he's like a neck beard growing up in fucking. <laughs> New Asgard, playing video games, getting drunk and eating pizza all day. With Korg and Meek. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, hey, man. (laughs) Want to sit down and play Fortnite? (laughs) But it's like, like I I was in a review like not too long ago where it was like, man, like Thor, he's funny, but he's like that guy where it's like, I know who you were and seeing what you are now, it's like almost sad. Yeah, it is sad. (laughs) But, like, so, like, Thor was another part in the movie, too, where, like, I, like, laughed at pretty much everything that he said. Yeah. But at the same time, it, like, that was the most jarring for me, I guess. Yeah. In this. Like, he's, he is pretty much a a Viking at this point. Right. He's got the, like, later he does it, but he, like, he's got his his beard braided. Uh He's got the long hair back. Yeah. But he's, like, fat. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, I love... Oh, I almost love that he's fat now. I feel like that was like a thing where it's like, I gotta be fat, because I'm not working out for this fucking Thor shit anymore. <laughs> he just turns into Fat Mac. Yeah. <laughs> From It's Always Sunny. I saw someone did a... Someone was doing, like, a spoilers without context, and one of them was Fat Mac. <laughs> was it? Yeah. Great. Because I, I saw spoilers without context, and I just saw pictures of the dude. Oh, I saw those And I'm too, just like, yeah. what the fuck does that even mean? And then it's spot on oh totally yeah there's like a scene where like he's like wearing sunglasses where he looks exactly like big lebowski (laughs) yeah yeah but yeah i 
when they get into new Asgard and they reveal that it's like Fat Thor, and it's like he's got this gut, but it's still got like a six pack on it, kind of. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, wow, they really, they're really doing this. Yeah, and they play it throughout the rest of the movie like that. Yeah, I figured at one point like he was gonna like turn into Thor yeah. and just like be ripped again or whatever. No, nope. he's, nope. he's Fat Thor from now on. Yeah, it looks like. Well, at least for this movie, he yeah. is. Um, but I, but yeah. I, I. I appreciate that they had the balls to do it and stick through it the whole movie. Yeah. Because after a while, you fall into it. But, mm-hmm. like, I... Because he still has, like, badass moments in this. Yeah, he does. But I was like, wow. Even after, like, having the Hulk just be around all the time, Fat Thor, I think, is the biggest chance they took in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people don't like it. Yeah. But I thought it was... Dude, I loved it. I it makes him different. Like everyone else sure. is such a is everyone else is like a chiseled jaw, like good looking superhero. And then they mm-hmm. went out of their they took a chance on let's make Thor just this fat, depressed, out of shape like god. Yeah. Where it's like oh, it's but it's it's perfect and it fits him. Where it's like he's hit rock bottom to the point where. He's it. It's so it's so sad watching him. Yeah, and then he comes back from it, but it's like he's still wearing the remnants of what all these events have turned him into. Yeah. Um. That being said, like when he does go you know, visits uh the dark world portion of this, and he does have moments with his mom, I I really really like those moments quite a bit. Like yeah. all of the family moments in this were really well handled. Yeah. Regardless of whose family it is. Yeah. Like, anytime there was one, I'm just like, man. Yeah. Really good. Like, this movie goes out of its way to give you closure for things you didn't know you wanted closure for. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then the third pairing was War Machine and Nebula, which I was like, that's an odd pairing. Yeah. But they went off to do, like, the space... Well, at least one of the space ones. Yeah. Where the other uh, one, the other one being Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow, right? Um, so they, the Hawkeye and Black Widow drop War Machine and Nebula off on the planet that uh, Peter Quill drops on yeah. at the beginning of Guardians <laughs> to go get the Power Stone. Yeah, and then Nebula ends up having like they witness the whole dance number in the beginning of Guardians, oh, God. only without the backtrack of a song. Just to see Peter Quill singing to himself poorly. Yeah. <laughs> throwing those little monsters around. I, I love, like, this movie does a really good job of, like, uh, like pointing out how we how, how stupid movie moments are. <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> like, because they do the whole thing where it's like, okay, let's stop posing. And then they do that where it's like Peter Quill dancing with his Walkman on. Yeah. And it's like, this looks really stupid out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Even to the point where War Machine's like, so he's just an idiot. It's like, yes, he's just an idiot. <laughs> and it's so funny, they just come up to him and like War Machine just punches him out and they go and take the the power yeah, stone. Just take it. It's like the easiest one for them. <laughs> it was the easiest one. Knock out Peter Quill is a fucking idiot. <laughs> and just take the power stone. Uh I I was really hoping though Dijon Hansu would come down and do like the who line again? 
<laughs> like to War Machine yeah. or a something. A War Machine. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved it. I would have loved it. Um, they really missed out <laughs> on getting him back, but nope. Uh, he he can't die again. Yeah, he's too busy being Shazam. <laughs> um. So anyway, but then I was really surprised that Nebula has a huge part in this. Yeah. And that I liked it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> She's kind of been like a neglected character, both physically and just like fan-wise, I think, in all of these Marvel movies since she's been introduced. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, Nebula's there. Yeah. And like, she kind of had a cool part in Guardians 2, where they get to know Gamora. Like, they do the whole sister thing a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I like that. But like, really, at the still at the end, it's just like, kind of just there yeah but in this it's just like you get more of like how she's just abused by thanos her whole life it also helps too that um who's the actress who plays her again uh karen gillen um almost plays a bit of a dual role yeah because we get introduced to uh 2014 nebula gamora and 2014 Thanos. Yes. Before, like, they meet up with and have any of the the stones whatsoever. Yeah. And so that is really interesting, just showing how shitty they are. Yeah. <laughs> Even Gamora, who is, like, on the verge of shittiness. Yeah. Like, because she's... This is, like, the beginning of Guardians, so she's still with Thanos, but she's slowly getting her change of heart like she did in Guardians. Yeah. Um, but then you also have current time Nebula, which also has now made friends with Tony Stark and yeah. like, is like, uh, I guess an ancillary invent Avenger. Yeah. And is totally the opposite of where she started from when yeah. she was introduced. Mm-hmm. So she gets to play like almost like, uh, a very sympathetic character. And then also like one that you're just like, man, what a bitch. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and she gets to play those against each other. Yeah. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, you almost feel pity for, like, past tense Nebula. Because it's like, she's, like, she's at a point where, like, there's so much going on where it's like, you're too far gone. Like, yeah. when they actually do end up, like, executing her or killing her, you're just like, man, there just wasn't any choice. You just you just don't know. You have no idea. Yeah. Who you're who who you're supposed to be or what you're what you were meant to become because it's For like sure. you're, you all you see is like the present like the present tense of yourself and you're like what happened to you? <laughs> or it's like no what happened to you? <laughs> For sure. Um Oh, Neil got an update on Neil. Yeah. Phone broke. Ah. Like I guess he said it's toast. He has to get a whole new one. God damn it. Anyway, he's out. <laughs> he's yep. out. He's dead to he's us. He's out. He's dead. <laughs> but uh, no, the one of the things in this that I was really interested in was uh, the inter- the reintroduction of Thanos mm-hmm. as the as the younger version because, like I said, I like how Infinity War and Endgame mirror themselves because in Infinity War because it's so much Thanos's movie you almost in in weird sick ways you kind of sympathize with him mm-hmm. and in this. You kind of see that he's pretty much just someone who's really good at his job, who, where, when the chips start to get down for him, he turns into a little kid a little bit. Mm. 
Like, I like that a lot about this. Like, because it's like the minute he gets to a point where it's like, wait, they could, like, I win, but then they could undo what I did. Well, then fuck this. I'm going to killing everybody then. Where it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa, that's a big leap. What's yeah. happening now? Where you, you're, you're, now you're kind of seeing what who we what he really is mm-hmm. where it's like you're it's like when you're like dating someone for a long time and then finally out of nowhere like a different situation happens where they react in a completely different way than you picture where it's like whoa <laughs> you're taking a weird stance on this all of a sudden yeah where it's like oh so you weren't what i thought you were you you were a crazy kill crazy lunatic that wanted to feel like a god yeah like you you didn't have this plan was just your excuse to be like, well, I gotta kill everyone, cause uh, you know it's 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 a plan that I have. Like, no, you <laughs> just want to kill everyone. So like this version of Thanos is like what the like Infinity Gauntlet book is like is like. Yeah. Granted, yes, in the Infinity Gauntlet book, he snaps his fingers and it eradicates half of human life. Yeah. But that's not his master plan. Yeah. He gets the Infinity Gauntlet. And is like, I bet I can just wipe out half of all life did it yeah and it's like holy shit like you didn't have any like prerequisites going into this you're just like i bet you i could do this and then did it yeah it was like in the four years leading up to infinity war after this was like how do i market this (laughs) and then it's like okay i'll just say this to people whenever they come (laughs) (laughs) but it's like here he's just like no he's a kill crazy lunatic where it's like what so i did it but now they're gonna reverse it well, then fuck everything. I'm going to destroy everything. Yeah. We were like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're just a lunatic. You you had, you might have had a, a like this idea, but it was just bullshit to just feed your kill crazy ideas that you wanted to build up to from there. Yeah. I, uh, I actually heard an audible, oh shit, when Nebula was inadvertently like, playing back the Avengers plan in front of Thanos yeah. in the theater because it's like, oh shit, like, he knows he's already, like, kicked their asses once, even without him physically doing yeah. it. In yeah. another lifetime, mm-hmm. he did it. Yeah. So he already knows he's, like, king shit now. Mm-hmm. And if he waits and bides his time, he could get all the Infinity Stones without searching for them. They're all going to be in one place. Yeah. And you're just like, oh shit, he'll do it a fucking game. I know. And, and I love that Easier. Because the stakes are so fucking worse for them because it's like the fact that they are now trying to undo the events of Infinity War, they're fucking themselves even worse. Because mm-hmm. now they're making it, not only they're making it easier for Thanos, but now they've driven him to a point where it's like, well, now I can't let anyone live. Right. Where it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, because he, he, like, what's, what What was his, how did he get to that point of thought? Like, because he's, well, he came to the conclusion that it's like, well, if humanity can't, like, accept the fact that half of them are gone, then I have to eliminate everything because people are going to be restless. So I have to start over from scratch and create my own life. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because, like, if I eradicate half, there's still people that'll remember. Yeah. And they won't go on living. But if I destroy it all and start from scratch, then they won't know what happened. Right. Oh my god. What a bastard. <laughs> bastard. But it, it's so it's so bullshit because you're seeing it from from his perspective from the first one, where it's like, no, you're just making up shit because you just love killing. <laughs> like you just want to feel like a god. You love killing. Yeah. Like you kind of think back to those scenes from Infinity War, where it's like, like 
you're saying you're doing this for the good of of uh, mankind and for all living things, but you seemed like you were really digging it when you were going to these these planets and forcing <laughs> half of them to die at your hand where it's like you have it's like a power thing for more than anything yeah and like the 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 small bit of like uh the small bit of yourself like denying that fact is eradicated when you see like oh shit no he's just a crazy he's a kill crazy lunatic he, he doesn't care about his plan he just he just wants to do this so he can feel superior over everything yeah yeah. Um, well, jumping uh, more into the movie. Uh, so, where are we? Oh, and then they also have you have Scarlet Witch or not Scarlet Witch? Uh, God damn it! You Black, Black Widow, Widow and Hawkeye and Hawkeye go to Vormir. Um, where when they were going, I was like, oh fuck, one of them's gonna die. See, I I went into it thinking that. Almost that they were going to get thrown a bone here. And they were going to have the easy one. Because they've already lost so much. That they were willing to both sacrifice themselves. And that somehow, like, the Soul Stone would be able to see that. And almost just appear for them to take. Yeah. I kind of thought it was going to go that route. Because I didn't want it necessarily played out just the same as the last movie. Because this, this scene was, like pretty similar yeah. to the Thanos Gamora scene and from Infinity War. Yeah. Um except it's just with people like that we've grown with throughout the whole, you yeah. know, series or whatever. So I didn't really think it was going to go the way it did and when it did, I was actually surprised that they killed the character they did. Yeah. It ended up being um the Black, Black Widow. Widow. Yeah. And and that's another thing that I like about this, with the two movies mirroring themselves, where you see what Thanos goes through to get the Infinity Stones, and it's a lot of destruction, and then you see what the Avengers go through to get the Infinity Stones, and, and it's a lot of sacrifice. Yeah. Where it definitely make, like, sheds a light on what Thanos is doing, where it's like, man, you were a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, the Avengers are finding ways to get the in Infinity Stones that are so much more... Easier and, like, better in terms of, like, not killing people. And then you're, like, Thanos... You see Thanos' Thanos's methods and you're, like, wow, you... Yeah, this guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, everything... <laughs> like, this movie just, just lays it out in a way where it's, like, that this guy that you're, like, kind of sympathizing with, he's a dick. Mm hmm And because the Avengers are finding things that... are finding ways to do what he did in the first movie... And not kill a bunch of people, and not be super cruel, <laughs> yeah. and not threaten, and not do all these terrible things. Yeah. And, it, like, it almost kind of sheds a light on you, where it's like, oh my god, what kind of monster am I? <laughs> <laughs> um, but needless to say that, I mean, I think everyone expected, like, maybe Hawkeye to go again. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he didn't. Um, But... I know Hawkeye is the most teased, killed Avenger <laughs> ever. I know. Like it's I know. like he's always on the verge of death in every single movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, regardless, they all end up getting the stones they need. Yeah. Coming back to the present day. Yep. And the only thing that's different is there was a swapped Nebula. 
and nobody really realizes it because I don't even think the Avengers are like paying that close attention no, to Nebula. But they even they change out like a faceplate that she has. That's like the only real different thing that she has from the past Nebula. Right. It should have been on War Machine to realize it's like, hey, your arm's not fucked up. But he never says anything. Yeah. Got other things to worry about. <laughs> yeah, I suppose the whole fate of the universe is kind of like yeah. a different different Like, hold on guys, let's 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 take a break out of uh gathering all these infinity stones that were almost that almost killed us to look at a nebula's arm to make sure it's okay. Did um <laughs> so when they get them all together, did it uh, did it bother you or did you even think about like oh, so Iron Man can just build like an infinity gauntlet? Like, they don't have to, like, have one crafted in the heart of a dying star. Because I never... I kind of crossed my mind during this. I'm like, oh, Tony Stark can just contain all that? Because, like, I was even thinking, like, people are just holding on to these stones, like, willy-nilly. And then before, it was, like, blowing people up. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't really question it, because it was, like... I, I think it's just a matter of developing something that can hold the stones. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I get that. But I was, and I didn't really think, I'm like, if I dwell on this, it's not going to be any fun. It's like, okay, yeah. yep, they built a they built yeah. a gauntlet. Good, cool. Yeah. And I got past it, but I, I did, like, think that. And other people that I've heard talk about the movie said the same thing. It's like, didn't they have to have Peter Dinklage make one of those? <laughs> and, like, some crazy space metal? It's like, yeah. eh, maybe he's smart enough to make a space metal hand. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> he's smart enough to time travel. Why not make a space yeah. metal hand? Maybe Peter Dinklage was the only forger or the only person that could forge metal that Thanos knew. Where it's like, well, now I'm going to just Oh, fuck sure. It. I'm just going to fuck up your hand so no one can else can do it. Where it's like, there's other people that can do this. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope, only you. <laughs> uh, and the... The person to do it ended up being uh, the Hulk. Yep. Because we found out in Avengers 1 that the energy given off by the stones is gamma energy. Yeah. So he can probably take a big brunt of that. Plus, he's the Hulk. Of course. (laughs) And so he snaps. Everyone comes back. It looks like everything's great. And then all of a sudden, Nebula has already been fucking around with the teleporting machine, Mm -hmm. teleports bad Thanos back into business, and, like, nukes the Avengers headquarters. Yeah. That was another holy shit moment for me. And it almost kind of puts into perspective, like, how cocky Thanos was in the first movie, where it's like, yeah, he didn't even come close to the full strength of what he could unleash on people. (laughs) No. Where he was like, oh, I could take care of this with just these kinds of people. But then he gets to here where it's like, they killed me in the future. I'm using everything I fucking got. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, got a spaceship, like, right above it, and it's like, fire everything. And yep. it just, like, fucking missiles on missiles oh, on missiles fuck. and blows the shit out of that place. Yeah. Really, nobody should have survived that. No. But everybody did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I was expecting, like, uh a war machine to eat it here because they did that whole scene where it's like, just go. And he's like drowning in that big fucking pot and like that basement where yeah. you're like, Jesus. Yeah. Him and rocket were about to like, just die in the drink. Yeah. <laughs> die in the drink. <laughs> but then, um, I also like that they homaged like another thing from the comic secret wars from like the eighties where the Hulk is like lifting this whole mountain because he's lifting up pretty much the 
the whole building yeah. underneath like this cavern or whatever. I thought that was a kind of cool homage yeah. um, for the comic fans out there. Oh, yeah. Um, and then from there, everyone pretty much just escapes while Thanos is unleashing hell upon this little corner of the Earth. Yeah. And this is where they ended up... They This is where they just start retaliating back at Thanos. Yeah. Because they have the Infinity Gauntlet still in the good guy's possession. Mm-hmm. Hawkeye, of all people, has it. Yeah. We're running around, <laughs> running away from those horrible, horrible creatures. Oh, fuck. Those, like, weird dogs from the Infinity War. Yeah. I don't... What... I can't never remember what they're called, but yeah. the weird, like, four-armed alien yeah. things. Hell dogs. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's, like, a bit of tension. Trying to him just have him get out of there without being torn to shreds. Yeah. And this is where also Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man, Iron Man yeah, come head under- to head yeah. with oh, Thanos. Yeah, like the the main three fighting Thanos was a really cool moment. Right. Even uh, Thor coming, we didn't even bring up that Thor came back with Molnir. Right. But when he was in the in the Dark World world, yeah, <laughs> to see if he was still worthy, he tried to summon. Th- Molnir, yeah, like, and I'm it, worthy. Yeah, and he still came. He's like, "Fuck yeah, two act or two hammers." Yeah, <laughs> and then goes back in time. And it's like, "Holy shit, that was pretty cool." Yeah. It sucks for that point in time. Thanos, he doesn't have a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, because Captain America's gonna come back and bring it back. Yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> but that was also this was like a moment. There was <laughs> moments coming up very soon where it made me so happy <laughs> that I was in tears of happiness. Yeah. I I messaged you when I got out of the movie where I was like, Troy, I was happy watching this because I know how happy it's going to make you. <laughs> I Okay, so like there were, fa- there were family moments in this movie, like Tony Stark meeting his dad, yep. Thor meeting his mom, yeah. that kind of stuff, that it was like very emotional. And like I was getting a little misty during those because yeah. it's like, oh man, like the, this is w- super well done. And just yeah. for them to take the time mm-hmm. during like this movie of all movies to yeah. do it in, yeah. it's like perfect. Yeah. And then they do... Things like this, where it's the culmination of all this stuff, little hints and little, uh, just like, like the smallest little millimeter of movement in Age of Ultron. Yeah. Where they, Captain America moves that hammer. Yeah. And like Thanos has Thor dead to rights. And all of a sudden you hear that, like the hammer coming at him. And then like Captain America catches it and he's got it in hand. And I'm just like had the biggest fucking <laughs> smile on my face and I could feel myself wanting to cry because I'm so happy <laughs> that like all of these things have come now to fruition yeah. this big huge emotional peak of yeah. this movie yeah where like the music is swelling and everything's like about to happen and I'm just like holy shit I'm going to lose it here <laughs> and it was awesome yeah it was awesome yeah just the the fight scene with those three against Thanos was almost cool enough mm-hmm. where yeah you're just watching like thanos he's like fighting him off but it's like oh my god you're watching these three just fucking <laughs> working together uh-huh. like you've seen this for so many fucking years up to this point and you're just it's so 
oh, it, like it feels good just watching. Yes. Yeah, just watching this. Like, like the first time you saw these three meet each other, they were like beating each other up in a in a forest. <laughs> yeah, and now you're yeah. watching them all come together to fight the most formidable foe in in the MCU's history, and just yeah. be like, this is so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> But they end up getting their shit kicked in still. And like Captain America gets a shield broken. Oh God. Yeah. And when he stands up and he tightens that shield on his arm, which is one thing that was changed from the trailer. Yeah. Because he tightens his arm when it's broken. But in the trailer, it's a full on shield. Yeah. So they changed that. And then he's pretty much without saying he's like, I can do this all day type moment. Yeah. And then like just Everything, like, opens oh, behind Thanos, that. and he's just like, I'm going to give you everything then. Yeah. I've got I'm fucking... Gonna, yeah, I'm going to just, just fucking annihilate you into particles. <laughs> of every single thing that to my power <laughs> to kill just you. <laughs> and it's like, holy shit, what is going to happen? And then you and just then see the line. That fucking <laughs> line. The line happens. Which I love how they, they introduce it with Falcon coming out first and then saying, Hey, Cap, on, on your, your left. left. <laughs> yeah. And then you just see all these portals open by yep. all of these different uh, sorcerers from Doctor Strange. Yeah. You get to see Black Panther come out with his... Uh, Dormilaji. Dormilaji and his sister. And his sister, yeah. Um, And then you see, like, Doctor Strange walk out. You yep. Everybody. Yeah. Like, literally yeah. everyone. Every single army from Wakanda, all the, From Asgard. All the Asgard, all the fucking sorcerers mm-hmm. from, from Doctor Strange. Like, every single... Someone even said that if you look close enough, you can see Howard the Duck with a gun <laughs> come out of one of the portals. <laughs> like, literally everybody is back. The only person that doesn't come back is, like, Vision. Yeah. But, like... I guess... Maybe he's dead dead then. Yeah, I think it does mean that he... Because there are... They, this movie does have the stakes where it's like... Yeah. Yeah, if you died not in the snap, like, you're dead. You're dead, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, granted, like, he's a robot and can come back and he's gonna yeah, be in fi- WandaVision. Yeah. yeah, they could find a reason to bring him back in some way. But, um, this was also one of those moments where I'm just like... <gasps> that fucking line. <laughs> line. <The> fucking line. <laughs> and then it was just like a like the full on like Lord of the Rings battle scene yeah. where everyone just like, clashing. It, it reminded me of Ready Player One. If all of the the faceless avatars in Ready Player One were things that I cared about, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> it's literally like they're just like unleashing everything that you've invested your time and your feelings into over the past 11 years are just splooging all over the screen. <laughs> yes. We're like, Jesus Christ. I know. My God. It was so good. Yeah. And then the keep away with the glo- with the glove yeah. was another awesome scene because like Spider-Man comes in yep. and he puts on instant death mode or <laughs> yeah. whatever it is and he's just stabbing all these dudes. Yeah. Gives it to Black Panther who has like another moment. Yeah, he does like a, a crazy running back moment where he's <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. taking it to the take it to the field goal. Yeah. So it's it's perfect. And then it all ends up being now Tony Stark against Thanos. And then 
this is like the point where it all culminates. Like this is where you are at from Iron Man one. And yeah. now you're here. Yep. Um, Thanos has it on yep. at one point, the yeah. glove with all the stones in it. And somehow Tony Stark does a switcheroo on him. Yeah. And gets all the stones onto his Iron Man suit and just says like, I am Iron Man snaps and yep. dusts everybody. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> just dusts everything. Thanos. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God. Yeah. Which I, I love that because, uh, like it, it harkens back to Infinity War when uh, Doctor Strange wouldn't allow Tony Stark to die, right? Because he's the only one. Like I, I feel like Tony Stark was kind of left alive because he's the one guy where, like, even though he he works with the team, he always sets up something where like it all can set back on him. Yeah. Like I think that's. The one thing you kind of learn about Tony Stark as you go through is that he's not selfish. He just doesn't trust anyone else. Mm -hmm. Or even though he's part of the team, he's still going to set up a, a side plan where it's like, but they're probably going to fuck up. So I'm going to set it up where I take care of everything in the end. And I think that's why Doctor Strange is like, I got to keep him alive because out of all the chaos, even though there's going to be all these people that will be like, well, I'll step back and trust this person because I know they'll handle it. There's, they, we need that one element to this that is like, nah, fuck everybody. I'll take care of it myself. To where, once he's put in that position, he's like, I'm taking care of it. And then he does it. But, but then he can't tell him because then he knows he'll die if he tells him that. Yeah. But I don't even think that, like, in this, Tony Stark has that selfish moment in this. It's pretty selfless. Yeah, but no, yeah, exactly. But it's selfless in a way where it's like, I can't trust anybody with it but me. Like, I'm, I'm still going to set up this side plan. Like, I'm going to trust the plan works, but I'm setting up the side plan for myself to do it. Because mm. that's when, when he looks over, when he sees that everything else is done, and he's standing there, and he looks over at Doctor Strange, and he just points up where it's like, yeah, do what you're going to do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because this is why you're still alive. Because everyone else went into this trusting the people around them, but you're the one guy that's like, I got to do it myself. Hmm. So good. <laughs> yeah, it's so fucking good. And then, yeah, and then, like, yeah, he dies. Like, yeah. The stones were too much for him. And yeah. he croaks. I know, because I remember one of the major complaints about Infinity War was like, well, if Doctor Strange knows the ending, then why doesn't he just tell, tell someone? Where it's like, well, the only person that he could tell was Tony Stark. And how willing would you be to go into the one thing that could save the world if you're like, well, you got to die though. Mm -hmm. Especially with Tony Stark where like he ends up having this family. Like would he have gone into this with the, with the understanding that he will, he will die. Mm -hmm. You're going to die in this. You have to accept the fact that you're going to die. Not a, not a matter of if it's, you are going to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And then, so, from there, we get a second line. Yeah. And it's like... A funeral line. A funeral line where, like, everybody that was close to Iron Man at any point in time during, like, the whole film series... Yeah. ...is there for his funeral. Yeah. There was one person there where I was like, you look familiar, but I don't know what you are. It's the fucking kid from Iron Man 3. Yeah. I... <laughs> I... 
asked Dinosaur Neil that after I got out, and I'm like, do you th- I could I could place everyone but him. Yeah. The only person I could think of is that it's him. Yeah. The kid from Iron Man 3, but I had to look it up just to make sure. Yeah. And then it was, and I'm like, okay, they're really tying in everything. Yeah, everything. <laughs> yeah. I, remember, I was like, they, like, everyone I could piece together and I could know who they were, except for that one guy where I was like, who the fuck is that? And then I was watching like a video the other day where it's like, it's the kid from Iron Man 3, where I'm like, Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah. They got everything. But they got, yeah, they had everybody important to Iron Man there. They had, like, uh, T'Challa. They had uh, Peter Parker and Aunt yeah. May. Uh, they had even General Ross there. General Ross. They had Captain Marvel there. They had yep. everybody there. Yeah. And it was it was really good. They had, like, the whole Tony Stark has a heart. Yeah. That was the thing that made Molly cry when we were watching it. <laughs> Because we just got done watching Iron Man, and then that's, like, the one thing, like, it, like, just being Tony Stark's funeral, it, like, bookends the whole series so well. Yeah. This was, like, a point, too, where, like, I was welling up, because, like, it was handled super well. Yeah. And they made sure they took their time on it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Even, like, uh, Happy telling his daughter that he's going to buy her cheeseburgers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I would even caught that if we didn't do Yeah, if we Iron didn't watch Man. Iron Man, yeah. Yeah. Really well done. Yeah. And then, so then, of course, like, their mission's not really over yet. Yeah. They have to go back and place every stone back, like, a second after they took it. Yeah. And so they build um, another quantum tunnel yeah. or whatever yeah. to get back to these things. Captain America agrees to go. Yep. He's got Thor hammer. Uh, he's got Mjolnir in hand. He's got mm-hmm. the rest of the stones. Oh yeah. And he's like, well, okay, I'll just go plop these back. And the Hulk is like, okay, you'll be going in five, four, three, two, one. You're gone. And now because this is time travel, he'll be back in five seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Yep. Doesn't, doesn't show back. up. And, like, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier, they're like, uh, Hulk? <laughs> did you didn't turn him into, like, sperm, did you? <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Not anything that gross. That's, like, just, he didn't show up. So, I don't know, yeah. where is he? And then they turn around, and then it's Old Man Rogers an old on, man a on a bench. And this is the point where I'm just like, oh, God. Because, <laughs> like... Just bittersweet old men just make me cry. Like, sad old men yeah. make me cry. And then this is where Chris Evans is doing his best Ronald Reagan impression <laughs> ever. He's like, well, I guess took old Tony's advice and lived some life for myself. Mr. Gorbachev, <laughs> tear down this wall. Got myself a sweetie back home. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it... I I loved it because I th- I really thought going in that that would be the only really fitting ending if he gets to go back in time and yeah. actually stay there and actually live a life that yeah. he was meant to live. Yeah, I want to say I I predicted it on one of our shows. I don't know. You might have to go back and re-listen, but I think I, I think I predicted it. Oh, look out! Saying, look out! Hands up! <laughs> Hands up! Predicted. I might have predicted it. Um, but I. I uh, liked it quite a bit. And even to the point where Falcon goes over, he's like, well, how was it? And he's like, it was beautiful. It's like, oh my <laughs> oh God. God, this is beautiful. He's so old. He likes his life. 
really good. And the CG on him to age him up was really good, yeah, too. Yeah, it was pretty good. Really good. Uh, he hands off his shield to Falcon. Yep. So we guess we know the progression of the Captain America lineage mm-hmm. is uh, now on to Falcon and future stuff. Yeah. Um, and a part of me felt like, too, that like maybe Captain America would have told Bucky that. Because yeah. it felt like Bucky was in on it a little bit. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't, but maybe that's just the vibe I got that's like, he told Bucky that, like, I'm going to go back and I'm I'm not coming back. Yeah. And. I know, because he's the one that points him out to. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, you should go talk to him. Yeah. And he doesn't both go rush over there. Yeah. So that's, that's just the, what I got from it. Yeah. Which I think is really, I think that's even, like, even better. That he still confides in, like, his best friend. Yep. That he's like, I feel like he deserves this. He can have it. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my God. What a fucking great movie. God damn. <laughs> so good. So, after this, Troy, where do you where do you see the series going from here? I... Because even though they really... Like, all of the main characters in this, yeah, they're, they're out. Like, the only yeah. one that's, like, kind of not out, maybe, is Thor? Yeah. But it looks like he might be part of the Guardians of the Galaxy, which I'm super excited about now. Yeah, hell yeah, I am. For <laughs> Guardians 3? Are yeah. you kidding me? Super excited for it now. Um, especially if, like, the Thor character now has, like, got, been reinvented. In, uh, in, he's Re-in- more popular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep wanting to say vinegar, and that's not right. But uh, I, w- I could definitely see Chris Evans or... Uh, one of the other Chris's, Chris Hemsworth, yeah, being like, yeah, I'll keep doing it if like people yeah. love it. If I don't have to work out all the fucking time, <laughs> sure, I'll do it. <laughs> but then, uh, what do you want to put on a fat suit every time? So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's a change up. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he gets to cut his hair. <laughs> um, but I, I'm excited for that. But yeah, I, they left some things open where it looks like. If Ant-Man does another one, they could introduce his daughter as an Ant-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. An Ant-Woman. Yeah. Um, or even, like, a Wasp. Um, Tony Stark's daughter, I think, is a little young for anything to happen. Yeah. Um, I know that she becomes, like, an Iron Man of some sort in the comics, doesn't she? There, like he doesn't have a daughter in the comics. Oh, okay, I thought I heard. There is a Morgan like... in the comics, oh, okay. but it's like a weird, creepy cousin. Oh, <laughs> and they just took it for namesake only. Gotcha. But like, there is a girl Iron Man now. Yeah. Who is just completely unrelated? Yeah. She just figures out. She's just like another genius, like yeah. Tony Stark. It's yeah. like I figured out how to do this. I reverse engineered mm-hmm. your Iron Man suit and I made one for myself. Yeah. Well, now, I I heard, like, a pretty interesting theory today that was, like, uh, because the the glove emits, or all the stones emit so much gamma radiation, and it was used so many times over the course of this movie that it might cause certain mutations. Oh. I was hoping that something along, like, that kind of line would happen, where, like, even though they set the rules on this where, like, yeah, you can't really change what's already happened. But my thoughts going into, like, they went in and, like, they kind of changed the past enough where it, like, sparked something in history where now mutants exist. Yeah. But, like, they can already just explain, like, 
like retcon that where it's like, oh, yeah. yeah, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch, yeah, they're mutants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. The reason why they were able to absorb all that uh, energy from the stones because they're mutants. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Like, they just exist. Yeah, There's there just not that many of them. Yeah. So there you have it. There's only eight. <laughs> and it's the X-Men. That's what they are. There you go. But then uh, I think I heard somebody else say, too, that, like, what would be fun to see is a movie about Captain America going back in time. Oh, I know. That would be super fun, too. He goes back to the 40s and then runs into, like, the Fantastic Four in the 60s. Oh, yeah. And they disappear and then they come yeah. back in the present time yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. Here's my question. How is he going to give back the soul stone? Like, uh, that's so especially, somebody... especially to his arch nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. Like somebody else was trying to like, maybe explain that's like, well, if the soul stone's not there, does red skull have to be there? And if not, then he could just go in and be like, all right, well, here it is. Just throws it in the river. Yeah, throws it in the throws river. Throws in that lake. Leaves, and then all of a sudden, Red Skull just shows back up again. He's like, ah, nine! Yeah. <laughs> they killed someone for you. You think, you, you think they'd keep it? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I guess I'm stuck here in this fucking robe for the rest of eternity. Yeah. Ever flowing. <laughs> um... But yeah, I I I don't really know where it's gonna go. We have a Scarlet, uh, not Scarlet Witch. God, well, we have a Scarlet Witch and yeah. Vision, Vision series coming to Disney Plus. Yep. There's a Black Widow movie. Black Widow movie. We've got a Winter Soldier and Falcon series coming to Disney Plus. Oh yeah. Um. Uh, we have another Spider-Man after Far From Home coming. Another yep. Captain Marvel probably coming. Yep. Um, we didn't really talk about her coming back at the end. Yeah. And like the whole... Um, Crashes through the ship. Yeah, like just tears shit up. Yeah. And then you get like the whole like female Marvel group like mm-hmm. do a pose off. Oh, yeah. Uh, I know. There was like a point where when it happened, then Molly like leaned over to me and said, now that's female empowerment. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't even realize they were all women. <laughs> <laughs> I had um, a few people mention that it's like, oh, that's just fan service SJW shit. It's like, shut the fuck up. I don't, for me, it was cool because I did not realize they were all women until someone pointed it out to me. Where yeah. I was like, that's cool. They're just all superheroes. Yeah. The weirdest part to me would be like, they're all standing to there at the same time. That's weird happenstance. All the girls are just standing yeah. in one place. But it's like... Who cares? They're going, they're, they're fighting Sadie Hawkins style. Yeah. See, I, I really thought that was a cool idea that they would even just have that for one second. Yeah. Just because like, I have a daughter. Yeah. Why wouldn't I want her to like, love the things that I like? Hell yeah. And this is a great way to get her into that. Hell yeah. So for somebody to be like, oh, that's just SJW stuff. And it's like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, gives a sh- it's not even, it's like not even a minute of a movie. Yeah. Um, like one minute of a three hour long movie and you're like, breaks it. Yeah. It's like, I can't up. fucking stand this shit. Um, but then <laughs> when, um, uh, Captain Marvel was like fighting Thanos and Thanos goes to headbutt her and she doesn't even flinch. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. It'd been really kind of cool to see like her just 
rip somebody's ass up. Yeah. But it's unfortunate that you kind of don't. You just see her, like, destroy a ship and, like, kind of hold Thanos off for a little bit. Yeah. But then, like, he takes the Power Stone and just socks her a good oh, one yeah. into the end zone yep. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. It's... So many football references. <laughs> I know. Or <laughs> are you just huge sports guys? Uh, but, yeah, I... All, all in all, like this movie is great. I don't know where oh, yeah. it's gonna go at all. Yeah. They, did you stay for the very end? No. Where the end of the credits, they just tease like an Iron Man, like they have like the pounding on an anvil. Oh. But it's just the sound over darkness, and it's like, is that just a callback to the first Iron Man movie, or is that something to come? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm very curious. 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 On where the movies will go. Yeah. Because I saw, if you take the, I made the best analogy this morning when I was explaining like what Endgame was to somebody who hasn't yet to see it. All the 22 movies up to this point are all just chapters in a book. Mm -hmm. And now the book is closed. Yeah. And now they're going to write another book that's a sequel to this other book that we just got done, you know, reading. That's, like, the best analogy I can come up with. Oh, yeah, I know. Because the whole end of this, it felt like it felt like scenes out of a comic book where they're just, let's take all the characters and throw them together in this one big battle. Yep. Yeah. But it's also everything that you've started with. And now that, like, their story's done, this book is done, they'll go on to something... Uh, the, the another, another book will be written with different characters, all their stuff, and then we'll yeah. have a whole other other chapter even though it's going into phase four or whatever but i feel like it's like book two exactly of a series exactly but yeah i needless to say we've droned on about this movie for a long time oh yeah i almost as long as the movie itself (laughs) i um love this movie oh i know yeah it's i'm i'm hard pressed to say that i might like this more than infinity war just based on just the finality of it all. Yeah. I'm so surprised that, like, the Russos have so much clout in order to make yeah. these huge decisions in the Marvel yeah. Universe that stick. Because, yeah. like, you know, like a, like an Ant-Man movie is just like, yeah, they introduce, like, the Quantum Realm, which is, like, a big deal in this. Mm-hmm. But, like, in any other Russo movie, like Civil War, like, it changed the way, like, every member of the Avengers look at each other from there on out. Yeah. Um, Winter Soldier introduced, like, a whole Hydra thing, which destroyed S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Um, and, and then uh, Infinity War, like, wiped out half the population. Yeah. Like, and no other, like, they're not doing that in Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. You know what he's doing in that? Fighting an old man. <laughs> the Vulture. That's what he's doing. Oh, uh, one more fact I wanted to say before we... Oh wrap it up that whole ending fight scene yeah i felt flew by it was 40 minutes long yeah it's and it super felt long. like yeah. 10 minutes i know it god yeah there's so many aspects of this movie where it feels like no time at all and it's like yeah that like an hour went by what <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i know it was so good like the from as slow as i thought that it started like, even then, I was super involved in it, and yeah. I was like, it doesn't feel like three hours went by. No. I I, I want to say, like, when they got to the part where Tony and, uh, and uh, Captain America go to, like, the 70s, I was like, 
I'm, I, I feel like it's longer, but this feels like maybe like an hour has gone by. Mm. And I'm, I bet that's probably like maybe like the, the two, two hour, hour mark. Two hour mark. Where probably. You're like, Fuck. Yeah. This movie just flies by. Yeah. Really good. So I, I would give, yeah, the movie A+. Plus. Total. Total A+. <laughs> this yeah. back-to-back with Infinity War is yeah. like a one-two punch of is of greatness yeah like, they don't get better than this the russos cannot do any wrong in the marvel universe right now no. they it's like they they just take aspects of every character that people love and they just amplify them to a point where you're like well shit i just want you to write for these characters all the time now <laughs> yeah i and it's it's amazing it's amazing that all of this worked yeah and the ridiculous premise they have for this movie. <laughs> yeah. the t- they introduce time travel. Yeah. In 11, this movie alone. Al- 11 years ago, this started with the simplest of ideas. Yes. And now we're here. And it's throwing all the goofy shit at the walls and we're praising it. Yeah. It's insane <laughs> that this even works. I'm losing my goddamn mind. Oh my god! I wish I could see it again sooner than I can. Yeah, but I I probably won't even make it back to the theaters to see it yeah. with my fucking schedule. Yeah, unless in on my vacation we. The can next time cut I away. probably see this movie is gonna probably be on the Disney Plus app. <laughs> probably, <laughs> but yeah, I I would implore everyone to see this movie. Yeah, go for not, it. If you haven't seen it yet already, yeah. it made a billion dollars. If you're like one of the three Americans that have not seen this movie yet. <laughs> I, Eric, go see this <laughs> uh, Yeah, no shit. I, I went and saw it Sunday morning because I thought everyone would be at church. And, and they everyone went to was... church. They went to the church of Marvel. <laughs> everyone went to Endgame instead. <laughs> My God. Well, besides Endgame JT, is there anything else that you were even able to get into this hmm. last week? Well, I've had a pretty zombie-filled weekend, Troy. Oh. Because uh, there's a new series on Netflix called Black Summer okay. that me and Molly have started. And I think it's probably the most effective zombie TV show that I've seen so far. Okay. Like, it, it's super low budget, and they keep it really grounded in terms of, like, what it is to be, like, in a zombie apocalypse where, like, The Walking Dead is all about the kills and stuff. Like, in this, it's, like, they really build off of the tension where you're put in a building and you hear things, but you don't know what they are or if it's a person or if it's a zombie or what it is. Even better than, like, the first few seasons of Walking Dead? I'd say so. Okay. Like, it, it, I'd say it's way more simple and less, less budget, but... The things they do to build tension in scenes is, oh, it like, like Molly is always like, we can't watch this past like seven o'clock. <laughs> so I'm not gonna be able to sleep. Cause there's like a, there's a really cool, uh, like entire episode where they go into a school and like someone's fucking with them and they, they never see who it is. And it's like, well, we know it's not a zombie because they're like, we're hearing voices and like doors are being closed and locked behind us. But you never, you almost never see who it is. Uh-huh. Where it's like, and you're almost kind of left being like, "What the fuck was that?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it, it's cool. Like you, you're it. The movie, like the show, bases more off of the of what you don't know as opposed to what you do know. Mm. And it's it's kind of terrifying in that way. So I really dig it. Black Summer, and all the episodes are like a half hour long. Nice, 
Even better. And uh, me and Molly bought the game Days Gone. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, for PS4. It is terrifying. <laughs> okay. Like, just wandering around, because they have hordes just wandering throughout the whole map. And if you get stuck in one, you're fucked. <laughs> like, you're just fucked. You can't do anything. Like, and, like, you just get to, like, oh, there's a couple zombies. There's a couple zombies there. Oh, shit. I'm in the middle of a horde. <laughs> and there's no... And it's, like, literally, like, hundreds upon hundreds are surrounding you. Oh, God. There was, like, one time I was, like, stuck in a dumpster. And there's just a huge pile of zombies just walking over me. God. It's terrifying. God. Like, you gotta find a place to hide, or otherwise you're fucked. Oh, boy. And then, like, they make you do things where you have to, like, uh, burn down nests, where, like, they're basically nocturnal, so they, like, hide in nests during the day. So, like, if you go out during the day and you find a nest, you, like, burn it. But then when you burn it, then all the zombies that live in there, like, just rush out and just chase you. And sometimes there's three, sometimes there's 20 that come out of those. You have no idea who they are. And you have to, like, so you have to, like, keep your bike close because your only vehicle that you can get around with is a, is a bike. But that's also fuel-based. So, like, you could be close <laughs> to there and have 13% fuel and only be you will only be able to drive away a certain amount before you run out of gas. And then they're still coming after you. <laughs> oh, God. Like, the game is pretty terrifying in that sense. Sounds like one I probably won't venture into. <laughs> but, uh... I that's all I've been seeing actually lately is just stuff about that game. Yeah. So it's it's good. I'm I'm for it. All right. Those are the only two things I've really been into. Um I haven't been into much. I I've been doing some reading. I actually have been reading uh The Ultimates, oh. which is like the relaunch of Avengers in the Ultimate Universe um for an upcoming video. Yeah. And it the Marvel Cinematic Universe takes a lot from this series. Okay. Uh, rather than, like, the regular superheroicness of the of original universe. Yeah. Um, so look look out for that fairly soon. And then I also read the first trade of Hellboy for a live stream we are doing. Ooh. Well, if you're listening to this on Tuesday, doing it tonight. <laughs> so check that out uh, live on YouTube at 7 p.m. Central. On oh uh, the Imperius Rex channel, oh talking about Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing also really good. Yeah, check it that out. So that's all I have been into, JT. Fair enough. All right. So if you want to check out Endgame and chat with you on the internet about it, please. go ahead. Go ahead. Spoilers are plenty because I already saw it at uh, Bucky Forever on Twitter. Also, Bucky Forever on Instagram. And Bucky Forever on Snapchat. Troy. Uh, you can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. All of our episodes are uploaded onto Facebook.com slash Review Review Pod as well as Review Review Pod.podbean.com. Oh, yeah. And while you are searching for other places to find us. We are on things such as Stitcher and Spotify and Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, why don't you give us a rate and review because that helps other people find the show if you deem it so worthy to uh, be listening to. And oh, if you want to sure. write in, do so at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. That'll do it. Um... 
Monday. Monday. Uh, figure it'd be fitting to do a flashback for the movie that started Endgame. Yes, part one. Part one, where we talk about with old GHD himself. Mm-hmm. Avengers: Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Just check it out. Listen to them back to back. Listen to them back to back. Listen to our Monday one first, so you get the story <laughs> yeah. all laid out for you. That's right. That's right. Um, man, I just went back and watched Infinity War not that long ago too. I know. I I got the hankering to go back and rewatch it. I haven't got now after Endgame. I've kind of wanted to watch some of these other ones. I've been like. Haven't seen in a long time. I know. Like, The Dark World? I know. I wanted to watch... Yeah. <laughs> I, I do not like The Dark World, but this made me want to go back and rewatch it. Yeah, for sure. So, maybe I'll try to find time to do that. Mm. I doubt it, but... Yeah. Man. Um, but we got so, that. yeah. And then, uh, for our Thursday show, we are uh, going to do our Review Review Terminal Random Movies 5 winner. Mm-hmm. We're going to ground ourselves a little bit. Dive into Platoon. 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 <laughs> Sweet freaking deal. All right. So that'll be the next few shows coming up and down the pipeline. Yes. But until then, JT, I have been short of the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. And we are off. <laughs>